Warning, the following podcast contains strong language which some listeners may find offensive. The Untitled Wrestling Podcast is on all the usual social media outlets. Do your bit to support us on Facebook and YouTube at Untitled Wrestling Podcast, Twitter, Twitch and Discord at Untitled Rest Pod. Give us a like, share, subscribe and join our flourishing community of not just wrestling fans, but gamers, podcasters, musicians and more. Hello everybody, welcome to another episode of the Untitled Wrestling Podcast. It's me, your boy Big Tasty with the AEW Review. It's Monday, you know what that means. Um, the reason it's Monday is because I'm joined by a somewhat recovered Aaron Satlin-Suckliffe. Aaron, how's it going, mate? All right, we're ninety percent there. We're, we're a day late because someone was just fucked. <laughs> and because it's Monday, we've got a, a, a special appearance, crawling back through the forbidden door like a real life Slenderman. It's James Luft. How's it going, mate? I'm all right, mate. I'm okay. It's it's nice to be back. Yeah, I missed you know, it. Normally, uh, you're being consumed by Tesco uh, while we're doing the other podcast, so you can't. Uh, yeah. I shouldn't really give that away, should I? People come and like, heckle you at work, but I suppose. <laughs> other, other supermarkets are available. Yeah. Um, Unless you live in Liverpool City Centre when apparently it's Tesco or Get Fucked. So. Well, yeah. No, there's, a, there's a Sainsbury's and a yeah. Riddle. There's a Sainsbury's in the fucking train station, mate. <laughs> there's, there's, there's one. There's one by where I work as well. There's an Aldi. Is, I went, well, I went to Little uh, today, actually, in fact. Yeah, there's nothing wrong with Aldi and Little. Don't knock it. No, I, I never did. I quite like Aldian. Speaking of little, someone who is too little for main roster WWE is Adam Cole, and uh, he opened the show today, baby. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, first before that, we had um, we had CM Punk out, didn't we? Uh, yeah, you got to get that standard CM Punk pop in, don't you? You got to get yeah. it in at some point. Got it, mate. <laughs> I mean, they've got yeah. they got they got to milk it while they can. Considering. Considering it's always, oh, CM Punk's going to talk live, or CM Punk on commentary live, CM Punk speaking two days before his first TV show. <laughs> That's <laughs> <Fun> enough. <laughs> let, let's, listen, mate. We get right. it. You talk a bump this show. Come on. I, I know, but... It's, uh, it was a rough bump as well. It wasn't this, like... I mean, it was a... this at least served a purpose, and it fed into something that happened later, which was quite cool. Uh, yeah, I, yeah, I think I'd be more annoyed if that didn't happen, to be honest. And then he didn't come back either, which was... Yeah, it wasn't just a case of, oh, I was there, but I'm fine. Hi. Yeah. Right, so we're getting ahead of ourselves. So we'll move into the first match. Uh, this was another debut. This was Adam Cole and Bebe. Uh, it's all about the boom, and Adam Cole was out for a match against Frankie Kazarian, who is still apparently the Elite Thunder. Um, they've never had a one-on-one match, like, since now. Well, this is their first ever one-on-one match. Yeah, the only other match they've been in against each other are six-man tag in 2015 in Ring of Honor. No, fair play. I mean, I wouldn't mm. have expected them to have had a match but, against each other. but Which was Adam Cole well, no, and were... Kyle O'Reilly on the same team. Ooh. Ooh. <laughs> uh, they were against Kazarian well, Daniels well, and Jay Lethal. Well, <laughs> Jay Lethal. Was this yeah. SCU before Scorpio Sky came around? Yeah. <laughs> Just interchange them. <laughs> Yeah. I'm quite surprised by that because uh, Frankie was like an integral part of the Adam Cole Christopher Daniels feud in Ring of Honor. Yeah, they've never had a singles match until mm-hmm. 
Yeah, this was this was fun. Was fine. This was, this was pretty good. I, I I very much liked Adam Cole's gear. Yeah. Mm-hmm. His jacket was super that new black. Well. It was great. Yeah, that was a lovely jacket. Yeah. And Kaz wrestled a very a much more sort of ground based style than than he's used to. Well, I'm used to seeing from him in AW. Normally, he's a little bit you know over the ropes and and sort of he likes them sort of slingshot leg drops, doesn't he? And then like bits and bobs. Yeah. Yeah. They, they've got to they've got to retrain Adam Cole from the NXT style. Um, do, do you want to talk about some CM Punk during this match? Uh, CM Punk goes on about the aprons not being standard wrestling ring aprons, but he doesn't tell us how they're different. He, he says they are different, but he doesn't say how. <laughs> he doesn't say. <laughs> yeah. I mean, what I think he means is they're not like fucking, you know, advertising boards like LED boards that they are in WWE. Well, uh, yeah. he also uh, basically spoiled that. At some point, well, not spoiled, but he was like, "Oh yeah, I will be wrestling Adam Cole." Yeah, kept saying that. Like, and when I do wrestle Adam Cole, it's like, all right, steady on, Phil. <laughs> I mean, at, at this point, anytime CM Punk has a match, it's going to be oh, it's a big match or a dream match. Well, I mean, I think the way that Adam Cole I mean, and CM Punk, yes, I agree yeah. with that. Yeah, well, I mean, I think with with Punk at the moment as well, obviously because he's still. It's still fresh that he's back. And I think he's going to be wrestling more than Sting does, but he's not going to wrestle much more than Sting does. Yeah. So they've got to try and keep him relevant to a degree without overexposing him. Yeah. So, like... I, I mean, I think that's how he gets away with it. He just shows up once a week. Yeah. And, and he's fine. Like, and at so. the end of the day, if it's just him cutting a promo, it's not like he's not one of the best talkers ever. Yeah, yeah. I mean, if CM Punk just talks, it's not like it's bad, <laughs> you know. Yeah, it's it's not like he can't cut a, a very compelling, awesome promo. So, don't worry about it. Don't so, worry about it. So yeah, anyhow, it's as much. I liked um, I liked Kaz's cross um, crossfit little chicken wing sort of submission he did. The Cole sort of rolled back to the pin. That was quite nice. Uh, a little disappointed. Um, Kaz had Cole up in like over his shoulders, looking like he might have hit the fade to black, which was his finisher in TNA. Can but, tell you what it was, but, so. he, but, he, but he can't do that anymore because that's Hangman's. It's basically the dead eye. Oh, right, okay. Um, yeah. So he hit an Alabama Slam instead, which is fine. Um, Alabama Slam, that was fucking stiff. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> so Adam Cole was going to get whiplash off it. Do you? Then we got to see... Um, <laughs> do you? <laughs> we got to see the Panama Sunrise for the first time, done by Adam yeah. Cole in AW. Not, not the first time we've seen it in AW, but the first time Adam Cole has done it. Uh, that just maybe that just made me feel really happy for some reason. It's like, oh shit, yeah, yeah Adam Cole's here already. Yeah, just seeing the Panama Sunrise, I was like, oh, it's actually Adam Cole. <laughs> it's actually happened. Like Adam yeah. Cole's wrestling in AW. This is brilliant. Uh, then he hits the last shot. And no, no, no. He hits the shot. The shot. Sorry. The shot. Get it right. Yeah. Got, got it. <laughs> Take ourselves away from that, okay? That other company. You can't have that anymore. <laughs> well, the well, shot. <laughs> when he was when he was in Ring of Honor, the last shot was a completely different move. Well, I... it was it was like a it was like a weird modified brainbuster thing. Oh, okay. Uh, I I see differentiate him from the other company. He tunes up the band going for a super kick, but it's fine. Yeah. Well, you know. <laughs> He's been he's been conditioned to be basically Shawn Michaels too. Yeah, Adam Cole, <laughs> baby. Be what Dolph Ziggler couldn't. 
yeah, the difference the difference is Sean Michaels tried to like mentor and micromanage him for like the last four like, years. They have to just they have to discard both the Nemec brothers' failed experiments and then Adam Cole was like the one the one they put all the all the resources in. Yeah, so it's 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 like basically Sean Adam Cole got to NXT and Sean Michaels went, right, I've seen what you can do, that's really good. However, do this instead. Have you tried to give a load of Shawn Michaels matches from like <laughs> basic basically Shawn Michaels after he came back from his back injury? Uh. <laughs> All right, so after the match, obviously, okay, Cole picks up the win. Decent match, you know, it was fine. It went about eight minutes. It was, it was a yeah. good TV match. It didn't, it didn't, it wasn't a pay per view quality. It didn't blow. It didn't, you know, it didn't have to go longer no. just because it was Adam Cole's thing. You've they always got to remember it's against Kazarian. Yeah, yeah. Exactly. <laughs> I mean, they, they, I mean, they held back a bit. They saved some of the good stuff, like yeah. last down the line, which was, which was quite nice. Yeah, I mean, elite, elite hunter Kazarian's basically just like. A fucking private eye detective who's smoking cigarettes and a mini at this point, isn't he? Yeah, he's um, he's basically like a elite tickler, Kazarian, more than a elite <laughs> He's like the equivalent of this is going to be one that Aaron enjoys a lot. The 2000 Royal Rumble when Kai and Tai kept interfering. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yet, for yet similarly achieving nothing. Yeah, just <laughs> just le- less racist remarks from Jerry Lawler. Oh God. <laughs> Oh, I just remembered that. Just remember that. <laughs> yeah. Um, anyway, post match, Adam Cole gets on the mic for story time, baby. Um, and it's a really cool little promo he cuts. Um, really, just a really quick one. He basically says that hope's a dangerous thing, and he said everyone in the back hopes they're better than the elite. Then he calls out Christian Jungle Boy Jesus, says he has a problem with them, and then he said, um, "How about they take on him in the books in a six man tag uh, next week at?" Uh, it's just rampage, isn't it? You know, so far. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Jungle Boy doesn't think that Marco Stunt's good enough. No, well, he, he calls well, out everyone except Marco Stunt. It's like, oh, come on, mate. You know, it's a shame. I, I, I think there's a reason behind that. I feel like they're probably going to do Adam Cole and Christian to kind of like lay over a feud for Adam Cole. That it's it's a feud that doesn't hurt Christian losing, it doesn't hurt Adam and it helps Adam Cole. You can't, put him, you can't put him with Jungle Boy straight away because I think Jungle Boy needs to win no. that, doesn't he? But I, I also think that might it might lead a bit more into Jurassic Express and the Young Books because they were teasing it before we got yeah. the Lucha Brothers cage match. I can't wait till Hyman comes back and those two just beat the fuck out of each other. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it's gonna be it's gonna be really good, isn't it? Um so yeah, um, and then he says the super click is back, baby. Yeah, I can't wait. That name, as I said, <laughs> as that's the name always. That's been the name always, mate. I, I know. It's just it's this is like he's, as, it's, it's interesting, isn't it? That he's positioning himself and the books as like another subgroup within the elite, and it's like the super click. I know they've been it before, but it's interesting that like they're sort of grouping together yeah. themselves. Yeah. It, it, it's nice they basically just picked up the storyline of like Adam Cole trying to usurp Kenny. Yeah. Just put it into a different group. And he's already like kind of making little subtle jabs. Like when he referred to um on I think it was his first promo on Dynamite last week when he was like saying, Oh yeah, and Kenny Omega, you know, that that AEW titles made you obviously like alluding to like the belt makes the champion or the champion makes the belt. Yeah. Saying like Kenny's not without the belt, uh, he he made the very good point of that he did give his life for the young books and Kenny, yeah, as if to like bring back to that. There's a couple of little things every now and again he keeps like, and obviously like this super click stuff as well. Now, I think they they 
they're kind of keeping Adam Cole busy till Kenny drops the title to Hangman. Yeah, then and then, they, then once the title's out of the way, they can do the implosion like with yeah. Yeah. going on. Yeah, uh, and as I said, um, you know he's going to do a full hassle time and just oust Kenny like Thatcher. <laughs> <laughs> Which is going to be great. Um, so next up, we had some little quick promos. Just the uh, Lucha Bros, Butcher and Blade. Basically, said we're going to have a big fuck off fight, aren't we? Apparently, they're top contenders. How's this happened? Well, they've not lost, mate. Yeah, they've not been on Dynamite. Yeah, because one of them's been injured. Aye, so how are they top contenders? They still haven't lost. Yeah, as as bullshit, and you know it. Still, I think, I think the real fucking bullshit, and you know it. Don't worry about it. Yeah, don't worry about it. Mate. Don't worry about it. Oh, uh, although I do, I, I, I really like the way they play off the fact that they were both in like Eddie Kingston's like weird like heel stable mm. for a bit, and like they yeah. had that yeah. sort of animosity there, didn't they? Which which they sort of build on. Um, yeah. Next up, we've got Sammy Guevara and Fuego del Sol backstage. Fuego's got a new car. Yeah, that, yeah, that, that first AW check cleared, and he's uh, he's gone straight out. Second hand car. <laughs> it looks pretty nice. To be fair, it's better than you know better than a lot of cars you see around here. Yeah, yeah, he, he bet. Yeah, uh, mm-hmm. and he's he's betting it basically. He's put it on the line for a match, another another match against Miro on Rampage this Friday. Well, he 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 said, "Oh, I would bet my car." Like you're not thinking it would happen, and Sammy went, "Oh, is that a bet?" Sammy, you're a shit friend for putting him in that <laughs> <position>. <laughs> Yeah, Sammy's a bad bad man. Um, so yeah. Um, we're going to have Miro versus Fuego 2 on Rampage, which is interesting because no one's, and, and Miro alludes to this later, like no one's ever come back for another go at Miro. Yeah. After they've lost. Right, Miro even. Uh, Eddie thinks, Kingston will. Yeah. Kingston will, I think, yeah. I mean, who else is going to go for Miro just now, really? Well, we'll, we'll, find, out, we'll find out on well, Rampage. Well, yeah. that, that is true. I, I, I just instantly forgot about that. <laughs> it's, been a, it's been a rough weekend, but he's all right. <laughs> Uh, right, so um, next up, MGF came out, and Jesus Christ, the fucking heat he had as soon as he came out. Yeah. Uh, MGF tapped out sign, yeah, instantly, just to get the ball rolling on how the crowd were for this whole promo. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, so that, that, that no, didn't he? Yeah. He's good at working the crowd, to be honest. So he, he comes out... for a guy his age. He calls mm-hmm. New Jersey the armpit of the world. Um, he then basically he brings up some local celebrities so like the only one I recognised that was Bruce Springsteen don't worry about it it's fine who were the other ones did anyone remember I don't know I don't know I anyway, I, I, I anyway, just he, 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 he said that they all sucked like the local girls on the Jersey Shore so that got a, that got a big boo he made Aaron oh. giggle as well so yeah <laughs> Um, I mean, it made me giggle when he said it too. And this was, I, I really like this next bit where he's like, Right, Brian Jr., I'm going to talk to your dad now. And he started like looking up to the sky. Oh, and, he was like, and then he was oh. like, Who am I kidding? And he starts talking down to the floor. Yeah. And it's like, Oh, mate. Yeah. Um, the, the crowd for a lot of this just chant, Shut the fuck up as yeah. loud as they can. And MGF just shouting in the mic whilst yeah. he's doing all this. <laughs> so, so good. When what I've got to ask is when did they change this from uh, being a tag match to um, a singles match? Because when when Brian made the uh, made the challenge, it was Varsity Blondes versus MJF and Wardlow. No, it wasn't. It was one. No, it wasn't. I thought it was. No, no, no. 
maybe I was having like a fever dream or something. Yeah, there was no don't worry about it. tag team match, mate. I thought I thought it was made as a tag match. I don't know why. No, no, because no, Griff Garrett is nothing, uh, nothing since the night, Yeah, he didn't care. Well, poor Griff. Griff, Griff Garrison. Exactly. <laughs> exactly, mate. <laughs> Jungle Boy? Griff got his fucking head taken off by Wardlow last week. Anyway, don't yeah, worry about it. exactly. You, you won't yeah. see him for a while. It's fine. <laughs> he, did, he did get a bad murder though. Uh, yeah, so basically Pillman came down. I like this. So um, Pillman's music hits. Um, Jeff goes to Wardlow. He's like, go up there and cut him off. Like, don't let him down to the ring. And obviously, as soon as he said that, you know where he's coming from behind. You, you know what's happening, yeah. <laughs> yeah. And he had the same, uh, he had like, the tiger shirt on that his dad used to wear back in the day for one of his, you know, which was quite nice. Yeah. I really, I really yeah. like how they're. Um, and I mean, I know it's, it's, it feels a little bit reductive on Pillman, like to make him basically just his dad again. But if, as long as he's fine with it, and it's, it's really cool from like a, a wrestling historian nerd point of view to see him like doing all these classic Pillman like little, little tropes, yeah. like little, little details. I mean, the, the fact that he calls himself Brian Pillman Junior. and not change and has not changed his name, and the fact that he's wore like gear that's been inspired by his dad's and he wore his dad's gear with it, yeah. with it indicates to me that. Probably quite cool. Yeah, I mean, it's probably the. Let's. I mean, I like the guy, but like you know, his dad's legacy is probably the, the thing that's going to push him further than anything else. And the thing is, it helps other people, like MJF, like used it. Yeah, it, it works. Yeah, because so. because I mean, he's a bit he's a bit like he's a bit vanilla, any you know, as a yeah. character he doesn't really have any like defining traits that MJF can have a go at, as opposed to being Pillman's son. Dead young though, as well. And so like yeah. he's gonna yeah. he's gonna be like develop that. Yeah, while he finds his own character, if he just borrows like some of the bits from his dad, which can also put Joseph pops the crowd as a baby face, then that's I'm I'm gonna make a prediction, obviously, just before we started this, they announced oh. that tournament. Pillman Jr.'s got a water pistol. <laughs> <laughs> He's got a nerf gun. He's got a nerf gun. <laughs> no, I I I can see Pillman Jr. getting to the finals of that own cup. Getting destroyed by Kevin Owens. Kevin Steen. Kevin Steen. Bring them oh. back to the package power drive. What, package, 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 what have package, I missed here? What? Package power drive. Oh, oh mate. Um, what the fuck? An so, yeah. EW announced a partnership with the Owen, Owen Hart Foundation, um, including video game uh, inclusion, action figures, and also uh, they will be doing a tournament called the Owen, uh, Owen Hart Cup to win a trophy called the Owen, basically. Right. Is there they, participants in it or no? Nothing. No, they haven't announced anyone yet. Right. Really do it. Right. Okay. And obviously, as we all know, Kevin Owens' contract is up in January. So, which is why there's kind of a bit of fuel that Kevin Owens is probably going to be in it if it's next Wait, year. When, when's this cup? They haven't said. Um, they right, haven't okay. said. They've just said it's going to be next year at some points. Right. Okay. Yeah, next up, we get a little JR interview with Pillman, which again, it's a, a weird. Um, a weird sort of placement for this because he's literally just been on TV and now you have an interview from earlier, from earlier in the day. Yeah, it was, mm. it felt a bit awkward, but whatever, we can let it go. Um, and I really like this, I really like Pillman in this. I think he's, he's really good. It's that sympathetic sort of you know, mm. gets fired up a bit, sort of baby face. And he talks about like he, he told it was just like a really nice, um, little bit of backstory on him. And obviously, everyone knows his story because Dark Side of the Ring, but for him to like sort of expand on it a bit was really nice. Talking about how he'd have to like survive and, and like you know, battle and struggle to get to where he got to, which is yeah, I enjoyed it. Yeah, yeah, the 
There's no arguments. <laughs> yeah, it was just, it, yeah. it was just, yeah. it, was, it was just good one. It just got, got you, got you to buy into the match a little bit more, which was yeah. fun. Um, uh, next up, Christine Cage. Oh yeah, this is really. Oh yeah, this was a little bit of spicy, wasn't it? Uh, Christine Cage, Jurassic Express backstage. Uh, they're cutting a promo. <laughs> Christian says that um, Adam Cole should be happy that his friends pulled him out of developmental. Uh, Christian made me laugh for once. Holy shit! <laughs> and then was it who was was it Jungle Boy? Who's oh Jungle Boy said he had shit hair, basically. Yeah. yeah. Um, and then they said that you know he's he's already lost on on Wednesday night, so now he can lose on Friday night as well. Oh, oh the Wednesday, <laughs> you've lost the Wednesday night war, so you may as well lose the Friday ones as well. <laughs> Yeah, shots fired. That wasn't that, that. There was a lot of this week. There was a lot of fire for it, like a lot of really hot, like spicy promo work in AW. Not yeah. on, on the show and on Rampage. We'll get to that later. Um, and I liked it. I, I like it when you know it's like obviously everyone sort of goes through promos, people backstage, so you know what people are going to say. Yeah, the but, thing is, it's like kind of it's kind of like a double like double edged sword because people complain about oh they're bringing up WWE too much, but then they also want the attitude era back. You're in the attitude here at WWE, just shit over WCW every chance they got. I mean, do you remember that's going to put butts in seats? Yeah, Gilbert was light heavyweight champion for over a year. Gilbert had a a fucking 20 year career, mate. (laughs) Gilbert had that title for a year with no title defenses. He wasn't even on TV. <laughs> and, and you know who he beat for that belt? Christian. Christian. Ah, there you go. It's Christian. <laughs> right. Next up, then, we have our second match. Big future impact champion. <laughs> X Division, mate. X Division. Well, no, just Christian is the impact champion now. Oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah, but he's, he's, all, he's all little, though. Don't worry about it. Don't worry or little, you can option. You can option see it, mate, and beat him about the glory. It's fine. Um, I mean, that, that spoiler alert that might already be happening, but yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. Sorry, yeah. <laughs> remember the better person like Josh Alexander. Remember, <laughs> Josh remember, Al- when I, remember when I called that like three months ago? You did, you did. although I said it'd be Kenny, but you know, whatever. Well, he teased Kenny, and then Kenny was like, Yeah, I don't want any of that. <laughs> <laughs> I, don't right. that I don't want that smoke. All right, next up, then we got FTR versus um, Dante Martin and Matt Seidel with apologies to Mike Seidel, who no one gives a fuck about. Yeah, Matt, Matt just bend his brother off. He's like, um, Matt, I love you, but like this guy can do like mad shit. So I want to yeah. wrestle with him. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he looks so much cleaner than you, also. <laughs> so, yeah, yeah, I mean, this is a, this is Mike a fun Seidel pairing. looks like almost yoga instructor. <laughs> Yeah, the guy you'd find like, lived on a beach, like fucking teaching yoga classes. Yeah, um, yeah, I really enjoyed this pairing of Dante and Matt Seidel. I think it worked worked quite well. Well, we had the um, trio of Top Flight and Matt, didn't we? Yeah, before uh, Darius got injured, and then we also had so nice. Matt and Mike versus uh, Matt and Mike with Dante versus um, the Elite as well. Mm. Yeah, that was, that was a great match. JR calls FTR RTF before the match starts. RTF. Don't, don't worry about it, mate. Don't, don't worry about it. Yeah, again, really, really decent match. Um, good, good tag team wrestling. I mean, I know you're not the biggest FTR fan, Aaron. No, it, it's just that whole old. I say this every It's just the old school mentality. It's just no my cup of tea. For a man who loves the Attitude Era, and that these are the guys who wrestle like from like twenty, thirty years ago, and you don't. The, 
this is wrestling before that issue era. Come on, yeah, because yeah, they're actually wrestling, they're not just yeah, exactly. Matches. They're not just having brown panties matches. <laughs> so. <laughs> Uh, yeah, so a lot of this match was obviously FTR on top. It's good to see Cash looking strong as well because he looked, he, he kind of worked quite limited against um, PMP, didn't he? And it's good to see him like really letting up, letting loose here. And like, it looks like maybe the injury yeah. might be on the mend, which is which is good to see. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, Dante does Dante stuff, which is yeah. really nice. He does that that lovely spot where he jumped over Cash to hit. A sunset flip on Dax. He was still behind. They, they were going to give him the big rig, and he jumped over the first one and like did a sort of second one, which was just. I mean, I can't even jump over like a fucking sofa. <laughs> why? Why a sofa? <laughs> just thinking about something that was like not that tall, and you know, he, he could jump over one six foot man. He give over two six foot men, literally in one go, and they like, grab the second one on the way. I just think, fuck off. Just there's no need. <laughs> Witchcraft, mate. It is. It's magic. Uh, I loved it. Okay, (laughs) (laughs) that was incredible. Um, And then, like, they work over the FDR take over again. Work over Matt Seidel. Um, And then there's like pinning attempts back and forth, and eventually uh, Dante hits the pin. He hits the he gets the big rig, and that big rig was fantastic. Oh yeah, I mean a guy like that who weighs about like you know 120, 120, 130 pounds, they can just lift him up like. So high in the air. I mean, obviously oh, it's Dante Martin. I think a child could lift him in the air. How you know how how much he helps us. But yeah, I'll, fuck. I'll always respect the big rig. It's a good move. It's a quality move. In it. It's so good. Yeah, uh, Rick Knox counts a pin with Dax as an illegal man just before that as well. Like, he does a weird. If he, he mucks up a bit, doesn't, doesn't sound anything like Rick Knox. I don't know what he's doing. No, no, he's 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 never prone to do. I've, I've decided. I don't. I don't think it was in this match. It was in a match this week, definitely. Um, one of the things I've decided I really don't like in professional wrestling now is in tag team matches when like two pe- both guys pin like both guys. So like, yeah. four, and the ref counts both pins. Like no, no, just count the legal one. Just count the legal one. Yeah, it's yeah. always the same if you're wanting a big win. It's happened multiple times before. I, I mean, I don't, I don't mind. Yeah, it I, I, don't, I, don't, I don't mind like the two guys pinning one guy. That's fine because that's just like that's how you sell the squash. But like when it's literally two separate pins, yeah, both, both, like just count the one pin that's, that's legal. You don't have to do the two hand counting because like what if what if the legal guy kicks out and the, and the non-legal guy doesn't? Do you count a three to see win? Yeah, what was it this week? Because yeah. the the ref waited, didn't they? I definitely saw it on TV recently. I can't remember when it was. And I, I, remember it. Just, I remember it was written. Was it the but- was it Lucha Bros? We um, Butcher in the Blood? Oh, maybe. Yeah. Maybe actually. Yeah. It just winds me up. And I don't know why, but they shouldn't. And Alex wanted to stop doing it. Yeah. So wasn't it? Um, waited for it as well. Wasn't it Bucks first Lucha Bros? No. No, it was, it, was, it, was, it was this weekend. It was this weekend. Oh, I wouldn't have Butcher and Blood this Lucha Bros, I guess. We'll, we'll probably get to it and figure it out in this somewhere. Yeah, hopefully. <laughs> um, okay. The bottom so, of this. So yeah, that was that was a fun match. Um, it's good to see FTR get a nice win. It helps them, you know, build them back up because now we've got face tag team champions. We can start rolling because we, we've had this problem with the books being heels for so long and being tied out champions that we've spun all the face champion, all the face competitors through them. Yeah. Now, obviously, the great thing about changing the the title belts over is we can start running all the heel teams back through so Butcher the Blade coming in we've got uh, FTR waiting you know proud and powerful they can they can both work sort of like you know that tweener style so they can both sort of be because I think proud and powerful will be the, might even be the faces 
if they challenge yeah. the Druids. Yeah. You can still have face teams fight them in between as well. Like in between. Proud and powerful are the most face team in AW as well. Even, even when they were heels. <laughs> even when they were heels, they caught like, the best face pro- promo of all time. Yeah. <laughs> Um, next up, we've got Murder Ground, Adam and Suzuki. Basically, I love how they turn this into a thing. Yeah, this is I, a I incident. CM Punk, CM Punk, like, basically was desperate to address it, wasn't he? Yeah, for a man who insists he doesn't watch YouTube, he's got his finger weird on the pulse of like what the <laughs> pissed off about. He yeah. knows everything. Yeah, so he's um, he basically says about the Suzuki. So, if anyone is unfamiliar with this, uh, last week, was it last week? Yeah, Mox, uh, they cut off his music before the big, like, cool part. Aaron was very upset. Uh, I was upset as well. Uh, I mean, I did, I did berate for a solid so, minute about it. I think, I think <laughs> this was like a genuine production fuck up, but they've split it into a storyline about like the the air uh, was short and time worthy. Yeah. yeah, so they had to cut it. But then they give like they gave Moxie like three minutes of just don't worry about fucking it. Fucking around in the arena afterwards. <laughs> um. So yeah, so basically Lance Arch is the Suzuki Goon are back, motherfuckers. Um, and they're gonna do bad, bad things to Moxie and Kingston, apparently. It's it's just a um grand slam. Yeah, it's a lights out match. Oh Jesus Christ. Yeah, yeah. I mean, when did it turn into a lights out match though? Because they, they made it official on Rampage this week. Right, because I, I just randomly seen it on Rampage said the lights out. I was like, wait, what? Yeah, so they, they'd obviously they like they'd been teasing it was going to happen, but they didn't announce the match, and then they announced it on Rampage because it's going to be on next week's Rampage. Yeah. Or this week's Rampage, sorry. I was saying, because this week they said they were having a two-on-two, but they never said it was a lights out or anything. Well, it's like that's just like a nice little treat, isn't it, me? I mean, I'm not complaining. We're going to get <laughs> Melrose, Suzuki and Eddie King fighting no DQ. Yeah. With Lance Archer and Moxie there as well. Like, yeah. Literally, this match is going to be stiffer than like my back it, after a week in the way. This, this match could be like a dark horse for much of the year, though, couldn't it? It's going to be. It's going to be. Genuinely good. Yeah, it really is. It's going to be fucking mental. Um. So anyway, next up we have the lights cut out. Malachi Black makes his entrance. Never not cool. Never not. I'm never not going to like no. this. And again, I, it's, I just, it's it's one of them. We're like, I watched this like, I'd had like a beer, and I watched this like on Saturday night, and. But as soon as Malachi Black's entrance coming, I was like, oh shit, yeah, Malachi Black. That's a thing that's happening as well. <laughs> <laughs> it's like I, my brain I, can't I, hold all the goodness like in at once. And it just like it just like I can't I I will just forget that Adam Cole is signed and I'll forget that Malachi Black's also here. And I'm wearing a t-shirt, by the way. One of them nice the one right next to me. Um and yeah, so Malachi Black comes out with a, this bitch in that entrance, which is never not gonna be awesome. I, I enjoyed the fact that he had his suit on with like his, his witch mask and his robes. Yeah. He was spoopy that was quite cool. Business, yeah. business, business spoop. It's um, it's the hot look for, for this Halloween season. <laughs> uh, he basically starts cutting a promo, saying there's an enemy in the midst of the in the, and they cut to Rosario Dawson, who's there in the crowd wearing a Nightmare Family top. So if anyone's unsure about what the link is here, uh, Rosario Dawson was a I mean, go big show with Cody. Yeah, I mean, Jr. tells you anyway. Yeah. Do you know? Do you know of Rosario Dawson? Aaron? Have you have you seen any of her movies? I I don't know of her. No, her face is familiar. That's a bit the best you're getting for me. Uh, yeah, she was in Clerks too. She was was she in, in City. I think she wasn't Death Proof. She was in um, 
she was in like the Marvel Netflix stuff. Like she was like the kind of, uh, well, she was the linchpin of uh, the like whole universe. Wasn't she? She was like, uh, yes, what? yeah, she was. Claire Temple was it? Um, where she's like the nurse who like looks after like all of the defenders. Yeah, um, uh, and she also is apparently in a Star Wars thing. She's in uh, Men in Black too. She's a she, Zombieland yeah, she, double. Um, she's a Sokotano in uh, Star Wars. I didn't even think of that. Yeah, that's. I think I noticed. So it felt a bit weird. I don't know. If this is a thing, but like, um, Malak had, had like the he had like the, the Sith hood, didn't he? Like, and I didn't know if that was meant to be a thing. Well, she it, does play a Jedi. Yeah. Is she not the one Luke Cage pumps? Is that not her? Ooh, she I think it is. I think it is, yeah. Yeah, I'm thinking it's the one like cage pumps. Yeah, it is. Yeah, yeah. you're right. Yeah. So, so yeah, uh, so she, she, I, I know her. <laughs> she's, she's 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 really good. She's really she's really cool as well. She's like she's a big nerd and stuff, and she likes rookies. Yeah. Shit. So, yeah. Um. Basically, Malachi Black look comes out like he's gonna batter her, which is, um, and then and then Cody makes a not not I mean, the, not the quickest entrance. I'm, I'm, I'm not gonna lie when when she like got in his face. And then jumped on Malachi's back. I was like, just black matter. Fuck it. Yeah. Just do it. Just she do jumped it. the barricade. It's all on her. Fuck off. Yeah. She's, got, she's got a film clerk three first. Yeah, don't worry about it. That's never uh, happening. It's, it's being filmed like right now. Don't worry about it. I don't I don't get this Cody entrance. You'd think Cody would have went for the big wrestling where was he royal family he came down he came down was he he getting some fucking popcorn or some nachos or something like what was he doing it doesn't make sense it was it was like you know um, on that attitude era pay-per-view where the big boss man went for a piss and he missed his cue that's what it was like (laughs) Cody's gone for a piss and shit and instead of running out the back and making his big triple H entrance he's got to run down the bleachers like fucking hell Wow. He was arguing, like he was like, I, I, "I'm the EVP. I don't care. If there's no CM Punk ice cream bars left. I want one." <laughs> it, it just doesn't make sense to me. This entrance Co- going down. Cody's just set up like his own nightmare family stand in the in like the concourse next to the merch stand to try and make himself more important than CM Punk. And don't yeah. try, don't try, give me nonsense that he came down from fucking heaven. Because he's the light fighting the darkness well, or some shit a, like that. He was wearing a red suit this week, wasn't he? So it wasn't white and black, it was red and black. Um, which is... It's, it's stupid. Wolf packed away W. Uh, Wolf packed away W confirmed. I was waiting on it. Oh, and it well, no, dark I, 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 and all I like, I, I like, and I'd, I'd like it. At when least he didn't buy his hair black this time. When they, when they had the rematch, I'd appreciate it if like just Malachi Black came out the middle and like he'd like taken over it. If that made sense of Cody, it's come out the normal tunnel. Yeah, that'd be a nice little detail. I did it to one of that. So yeah. basically, yeah, they have a fight. I love the bit where they go up the stairs and Cody just like grabs a water. Like, this guy just gives Cody a water bottle and he just beans it up black. Yeah, and, um, <laughs> and then those two guys like, they just pop huge and they just they literally just come back from the concession stand. Probably they're probably stood next to Cody at the fucking refreshment stand. They've got the, like fucking they've got the loaded fries. They're having a great time. That Cody's just like launched their water, one of their water bottles of black, which is yeah, they're having a, yeah, living the best life. Right. We we don't know. They could still be fighting in that arena. I mean, it was it was shades of that really awesome um, Cody Jericho fight they did like back in the uh, back in the early days when we Jericho smashed the window open. Well, yeah, oh, with Jericho was screaming that he had a ticket. That yeah. Was, yeah, that was awesome. Uh, little that, shades of that, that was back that. in the days when Jericho was trying to become a fucking meme every week, wasn't it? <laughs> <laughs> Jericho just found out what TikTok was and was like, "I right, got so. a ticket." <laughs> 
Yeah, hey, you got a t-shirt out of it. So. <laughs> I did. Yeah. Um, right, so next up, we've got another little video package. Um, the Bunny and Anna Jay setting up their match on Rampage. Um, cut back to the Dark Order, and Anna Jay was started talking, and Evil Luna just cuts her off. Yeah, what a, what a prick. I don't like this. I don't like this. So then Alex Reynolds is just appears, so he's back, um, and he basically says, calls out Uno for interrupting Anna, and they all start like bickering, and then Anna's like, well, fuck off then, if you can't, you know, if you can't get it together, don't come out of my match. Evil's, evil Uno's just like, where the fuck did you come from? <laughs> you fucked off. Get the fuck. Yeah, Evil Uno said he left the Dark Order, though. Yeah, for the Alex Reynolds, like no. I, no, but I came back but for these guys, not for you. Was yeah, because he was wearing his Reynolds and Silver shirt. Yeah. So, um, anyway, so next up, Dan Lambert's out there again doing that heel, that heel goodness. All right, everyone, who's your favourite member at the Inner Circle? Mine. Not Jake Hager. <laughs> you can say Jake Hager. No, Good. no. Because... <laughs> <laughs> because he comes out with Chris Jericho to challenge Dan Lambert. It- to, to be, be fair, fair, everyone else is busy, ain't they? Well, I was going to say this makes the most sense because let's not forget, kids, this is MMA fighter Jake Hager. Yeah, <laughs> MMA with, fighter Jake Hager, who in his, his with, with last... Right, with right-wing boomer Chris Jericho. In his last fight, <laughs> kicked someone in the balls twice. So it was a no contest. <laughs> so Dan Lambert is, like, complaining that, like, Everyone in AW is like a, a a spot monkey snowflake indie darling, you know, five foot eleven, hundred and twenty pound midget. Yet you're sending out literally the worst wrestler in the company, Jake Hager, and Chris Jericho, who is old as fuck. Whoa, 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 whoa! Steady on now. The worst wrestler. Don't say that when fucking Luther works for them still, mate. I'm sorry, at least Luther can make a punch look real. True. <laughs> you're right there. <laughs> Comparing Chris Jericho to Luther. <laughs> no, Jake Hager to Luther. Sorry, Jake. <laughs> what do you mean? I guess this is a really curious, like, I mean, it's obviously because they've got fuck all to do and they need a program, but they've got that big show. Chris Jericho has got something, and I'm really, I'm, I'm even more upset that Jake Hager has the words "big hoss" on the back of his jacket. He's always called himself "big hoss." I know, but I don't, I don't fucking recognize that. Um, the, the CEO of Thick Championship Wrestling, <laughs> the PC, doesn't recognise that. <laughs> so basically, yeah, um, Jericho says that... Oh, I like this. Jericho said that he fights MMA fighters backstage, which is uh, a fun little, Wait, little he, reference. He, the reference was... I've had shoot fights with MMA world champion beasts and MMA... Trained ape named Bill. Yeah, so he's a friend of Lesnar and Goldberg at the time yes. he fought both of them. Yep. Um, and then he says Hager's undefeated in MMA, which to be fair, he is. Don't worry about it. Um, you missed oh, H- Hager's going to have a fucking MMA fight with um, with someone, isn't he? With one of these weirdos. Well, no, because. cage match thing. What did uh... him and Wardle have last time? Oh, you mean AW? Yeah. Are any of them? Are any of them? No, they're going to have like an, an AEW MMA fight like they did with Wardlow. Who's who's yeah. the, are any of these guys retired or? Uh, no, I think, I think most of them are in UFC, aren't they? Dos Santos isn't. Yeah, he's still UFC. He's still fighting, just not on main card. Arlovsky, uh, he still gets he's, time to time. He might, 
He or might is... be a mate, and he has the Is this going to lead to Lola coming in? Uh, I don't. Much. I don't think Jerry the King Lawler was there doing that. <laughs> Yeah. No, not him. <laughs> not him. <laughs> <laughs> MMA fighter, not the alleged nonce. <laughs> Dinner. Paige Van Zant's in this fucking group. Jerry Laura will be creaming his panties. <laughs> let's not do this. Let's steer away from this. Let's. Um... <laughs> anyway, so let, let's go back to get back. Let's get back to the business. So this I'm basically... a fat fee step shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh yeah, that's uh, Jericho that's gets a that. Thing. Yeah, let's that's, go. That's JR goes. Is that a fuzzy dog? <laughs> I, I like that. That was uh Yeah, that's another phrase Jericho's birth into the world. Fuck me. Um, so basically, the opposite. Of the, 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 yeah, the, the sort of thing of this is we're getting Jericho and Hager versus Page and Scorpio Sky. Please, please, fucking put Page and Sky over. Please, please. He should I, be. Don't. I'm not. It's Chris Jericho. I mean, it's not going to happen, you know, but... I mean, Jericho's over. put Sky over before. True. He also did that. He, he should have the Man of the Year winner. I feel like the Man of the Year could have, like, a really good feud with Lucha Bros down yeah. the line. Yeah. Um, speaking of random shit, the Gun Club have a little promo video about why they turned on Paul Wyeth. Basically, it's apparently because they are undefeated and they're not in the rankings. So, yeah. to, so the the only way to the only way to, to sort of you know correct that is just apparently to beat the picture. But Butcher and Blade are top contenders. Well, they didn't they didn't beat the picture, mate. So you know they don't get. You know, yeah, I don't know. Fine. Maybe they already beat the picture, but I don't know. Don't worry about it. Worry about yeah. it. Um, next up, um, at least the Butcher and the Blade are good. To be fair, are yeah. <laughs> I'm not arguing that they're not hey, good. Would, would you would you would you rank is. Would you rather I'm, have got the Gun Club versus the Lucha Bros? Uh, Tony I mean, sending out email to Tony Elite. I mean, I have one note for this next segment, and I, I still don't care for this note. It's just that they're undefeated for this next bit. That's all I've got. So, I mean, I, one thing I will say, I'm, ex- I'm not excited, but I'm intrigued to see what a heel Gun Club can do. I think they have more potential as heels than do as faces. Make people kiss their ass. Yeah, they, they can all be asked, man. Um, anyway, moving, moving swiftly on, because we've already done that far more time than it deserves. Um, we've got Jay Cargo versus Leila Hirsch. Now, obviously, the, so this has, this match has its sort of origins in the Battle Royale when um, Layla threw, Layla was thrown over the top rope by Jay. She like, sort of pressed Lander onto everyone on the outside. And yeah, this match was pretty fun. I um, it yeah, it was it was the first match that you could really tell was like designed to push Jade a little bit. I think not not push her in terms of like as a better push her like push her limits and push her like what she can do and maybe test her a bit. Yeah, from a different performance. The match felt a bit like uncomfortable for the two women. They looked a bit sluggish uh, and a bit. I didn't think so. Start, so start, Layla's um, coming off that match with Camille, where she's obviously used to working with a bigger woman. I mean, if you're Layla, you're probably used to working with bigger women, aren't you? Let's, yeah. let's face it. Um, but there's some really nice bits in this. Um, I loved when Mark Sterling just like took the bullet for, for Jade on the outside when Layla did the dive. That was nice. Yes. Um, obviously, um, Layla, a lot of like Matt wrestling. She's trying to get Jade down for a lot of the match, which was really nice. Uh, yeah. Uh, the sort of match sort of swung when Layla went from insult, Jade moved out the way, and then she capitalized, hits Jaded, and picks up the win. 
Yeah. Yeah. Not much. The match just felt a bit rough and I didn't I honestly don't think it felt rough at all. I, I thought for I thought it was well, I mean, it wasn't. It wasn't a. It wasn't a five star. No, I'm not saying it was bad. I just feel it was a bit rough around the edges. Like there was a few times both of them were just a bit. Let's touch each other, but don't know what to do. And the, it just felt a bit start and stoppy a lot. That was all. Yeah. yeah. Um, I mean, Jane had some good stuff. I, I like that power one she hits. Um, she had that like sort of spot where like she picked up. Layla had an armbar and she just picked her up and like sort of slammed her down. That was like a nice little power spot. Um, yeah, I thought it was good showing for, for, for Jay Cargo to do an eight minute match on Dynamite at this stage in her career. I think is is really quite impressive. Yeah, uh, I, I think it's one. Of, I think it's Jade Cargo's best match. Oh, oh, oh that was a bit, yeah. I mean, it's oh, the most. It's the most she ever had to do in a match. Yeah, and she did it all admirably. I, I thought. Yeah. And the thing with the thing with Jade is as well is that like you can tell, like I, I see what you mean about the rough around the edges thing because you can tell like there's there's areas where she's still not the finished article and she's still improved. Yeah. But you can see it every time she wrestles, you can see that she's getting better. Uh, no, she is getting better, and they're obviously putting a lot of investment it, in this yeah. woman. Yeah. So. Oh yeah, she, she's absolutely in my in my mind, she's absolutely going to be the person to the throne, Brit. Hundred percent. That's a in a year. Not not Thunder Rosa. Nah, don't worry about it. <laughs> I suppose she could take it off Thunder Rosa, but I, I just I just think Jade, they've they've put a they put a lot of like emphasis on her this early on. Mm. And they did the similar thing with Brit when they turned the heel. So that's why uh, that's my Hashtag that bitch. That bitch. And also the fact that she keeps like calling out the fact that Brit keeps calling herself the baddest bitch. Mm. And they keep saying Jade's trademark that bitch. Just have to say as well, like the idea, whoever's idea was to put it with Smart Mark Sterling, he's like all of the money. Excellent. Yeah. Excellent. So good. <laughs> he's such a piece of shit. And I yeah. love him. Yeah. I mean, he, he's he also represents a uh, retired deathmatch legend, uh, Matt Cardona. Yeah. Uh, and he, he was MJF's lawyer, wasn't he, as well? He was. A really uh, bad lawyer. Like, you, you, missed out, like, you missed out a really important clause on the uh, MJF, but don't worry about it. It's fine. About it. Right, so next up we have a little Andrade promo. Um, basically, just he's really pissed off at how his match ended um, because he didn't give any instruction. Basically, it just basically says it was, the assistant said it was Chavo's idea to interfere. Basically, ring, 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 ring. Oh, hello, oh Chavo. Yeah, AEW need you back because of the dark side of the ring interview. Yeah, yeah. Come on, we'll send you back up. Well, Cheers, mate. Bye. Apparently, <laughs> apparently, the reason that Charlie had to get written off is because he is a producer on the show Young Rock, which has just started filming its second season. He's what um, you to think? He's well. He did. He did the same role on Glow, didn't he? He was like the yeah. coordinator for. Yeah, Tony Khan. Just, Tony Khan's just crossing his fingers, not hoping that Angelina Vega gets sacked again. Because <laughs> everybody, everybody else has gone in smoke. So when that kid that wanted to come in, yeah, let's not. I mean, um, yeah, don't think there's yeah. any that happening anytime soon. Mate. Yeah, don't worry about it. Uh, so next up, uh, so this is this is the payoff to the CM Punk, and I just have to say, CM Punk's been really good on commentary for like this whole show. 
Yeah, he's had a laugh. He's done a bit of colour. He's done a bit of everything, to be honest. He actually picked up the slack a few times when there was like an awkward pause, and he just stepped in and picked up the colour count. Really really nice. Lest we forget that he was like when he was injured in WWE one time, he was like commentating for like three, four months. Yeah, Yeah, and and he's come from that indie scene where like the thing I love about indie wrestling is especially like on like Ring of Honor shows, Chikara shows. Sometimes you just get wrestlers just join the booth for like a match. Oh, speaking speaking of which, have you heard who's doing the commentary for EC3's next show? Who? 2.0. Really? Oh, yeah. oh, Jesus. Yeah, they announced it on the show. This I don't week. think I can take that much cocaine energy. <laughs> <laughs> Great. Um, so, yeah, so next up, so Taz comes out, and if this is this makes really good sense. He's just get, having a go at Punk, and he's saying, like, you're trying to take my job. Yeah. Love- it works. <laughs> I yeah. love the fact that a uh, punk said, "Oh look, someone let the troll out from under the bridge." <laughs> <laughs> and I, one thing, so I like two things about this. One, I like how they're featuring Hook like quite prominently in this. Like he squared the punk quite a bit, which makes me. Think oh, he's, he's right. absolutely going to debut against Punk, isn't he? and two, I like the fact that they, they don't put Ricky Starks in this. Like he's like, he's like they keep they keep him safe, they keep him away from this. Like he's a, a, lot, yeah. a lot of a lot of it's been punks. Like, well, why don't you bring Starks out here? And let me have, let me have a word with him. And like, Tom's yeah. like, oh fuck no, you don't get Ricky Starks just yet, mate. Yeah. Well, what, what's going on with the Starks Cage stuff, do you think? Because, like, uh, obviously, Brian Cage's wife had, like, spat a dummy out about it. Yeah, I think we're just waiting for Cage to stop tweeting about his penis, and then we'll move on with it. Yeah. I mean, Buddy Matthews tweeted out that Brian Cage is a pussy the other day, just held the blue, so... <laughs> Fair. Wow. They've got, um, a ma- they've got a match to promote, but he literally just tweeted out, Brian Cage is a pussy. <laughs> Fair. Um... So yeah, so as, as um, Hawk and Punk are sort of squaring off, and Taz is sort of just yelling like incoherently. Um, Hobbs comes up from behind and just annihilates him, and then they beat the oh. shit out of Punk. I love the narrative that Taz just works himself into a shoot with half the shit. <laughs> yeah, like he genuinely gets himself upset. Like Punk said something to Taz, and Taz got really fucking angry. Well, he's like, he comes up, and he's like, "Why are you trying to take my job?" And Punk's like, "Hey, I'm not trying to take your job because I asked me to do this like one show." And then then Taz just like, goes off on one, <laughs> like, yeah. He, it's like Taz is slowly becoming like the new Scott Steiner. <laughs> Just getting yes. more and more like waving himself into a shoot and intelligible. So yeah, so they, they, they bat a punk up um, and then Hook's like, I love this, Hook's just like still there, get the fuck out of here. And they're like, what, what's yeah. going on? They, they sell it really well. I think like Excalibur and JR um, do it and Tony, is Tony, no, Tony's not there at this point. Is Tony there at this point? Or has he just done something? Um, yeah, Tony was there. Anyway, so they all, they all clear off, and then um, Hobbs like slams Punk on the announce table, which just does not break. No, is it meant to? I don't know. It looked fucking horrible. Because, when he no, hit because it. the surface on it was very like flat. Well, Excalibur, when it didn't break, was saying, "Oh yeah, it's like a reinforced table, or it's a um, it wasn't like a it wasn't like a normal table for like wrestling table. It was like a gimmick. Is that because if JR puts half on a normal table, it'd like, explode?" <laughs> No, no, he, he said he, he said there was like I can't remember what he said now, but he it's said like there was like a tabletop before it's, all the it's, it's got the monitors on and everything, hasn't it? And like the yeah, mics yeah. and all the equipment. So yeah, it has to be like heavier, I guess. And yeah, mm. Punk just like fucking bounces off the motherfucker. Like, yeah. oh, it looked nasty. Yep. Yeah, you better town business on the table. Yeah. That um, that dragon sleeper hook did as well. That was good. Yeah, yeah. That was that was that awesome. looked awesome. Yeah. I'm really excited for, for when Hook. Does his debut, I think. And if it's against Punk, that'd be awesome. I think I can, I can catch him. And I mean, Hook's had is, like two physical altercations in AEW so far. One was against Punk and one was against Sting. Yeah. 
What a, what a way to come into the business. Eh? The he's thing is, he, he's already got like a promo thing of him in gear. Like, so basically, they, they announced this match for next week's Rampage. Yeah. Uh, Hobbs versus Punk. And it says, Ramp- with Rampage Hook. Grand Slam. Yeah, Grand Slam. Um, it says with Hook. And then in the background behind Hobbs, you've got Hook like in boxing shorts with wrapped up fists. He's yeah. Book bit. He's took some like promo pictures as well yeah. recently. He's been taping his fists up with 2.0. So you must be at some point using that gear at some point for something. Yeah. Well, um, he, is, he is training, isn't he? Like, yeah. that was how yeah, yeah. in. I mean, I don't know how, fit, how far along he is, but you know, he's got to be getting close now, you think, to being TV ready. Yeah. Mm. He, he was in the first class of the Nightmare Factory, wasn't he? Yeah. So mm. he'll. I mean, so that's, like the Lee you, John, that's like the Lee Johnson class, isn't it? Like, sort of. Yeah, and like Anna J, uh, 10, Jade. So if you look at that, then, and they're all like on TV fairly yeah. regular. Yeah. He's got to be, he's got to be near like ready to compete. Whether, whether they're going to like literally just have the big, big brass balls to go, all right, let's pull hook against punk. I don't know. <laughs> I mean, just do it, man. Like, what, what, there's nothing to lose. Yeah. You know? No one's going to expect him to. I, I I do like the narrative of Punk working his way through Team Taz to get to Ricky Starks. Yeah, yeah. I, I, like, I like the way they go. I like how they're presenting Starks like the final boss in the situation, which is really cool. Well, he is. Is he going to <laughs> be the first person to beat CM Punk? Yeah. Oh, come on now. Hundred <laughs> percent. You heard the first Ricky Starks, who's on my shirt right now, is going to be the first man to pinch it CM Punk's shoulders to the mat in the AW. Going to rochambeau the shit out of him. Gonna, He's going to Rochambeau him so much, so hard, that he retires for another seven years. <laughs> right. So moving on, we get a little video recap of Darby Allen and Sean Spears, the history. And uh, something important to remember, that Darby Allen's first AW loss came to Sean Spears. A fight for four, wasn't it? Yep. Um, um, the, a while Jimmy Havoc was in the background. Oh, no, no. There's no one there. Maybe we, we checked. We double-checked. There's no one there. But, um... <laughs> Deep fake, mate. Deep fake. I uh, don't worry about it. It's fine. <laughs> uh. <laughs> so yes, then we do get Darby Allen versus Sean Spears, and yeah, another another fun match. Uh, I mean, I feel like I say this all the time, but they are just fun matches, aren't they? Um, mm. It was it was this was um, a lot faster paced than I was expecting it to be because Sean Spears only works that sort of like more methodical style. But I suppose when you put anyone in the ring with Darby, the pace picks up really, don't they? Uh, there's a new Wesley bit in Andrew for Spears' music. Spears yeah. music absolutely bangs, by the way. I, I love it. I love it. Yeah, it's still the same music, but I'm about the very start bit. It wasn't there before. Oh, where the, where the, like, instead of just having the light come on and he sat in the chair, they did, like, the thing, didn't they? The light come on. Yeah, it's a weird Which whistle, was, like, you're walking, like, in an alleyway it, whistle. It was, um, it was a callback to Stadium Stampede, that wasn't when he was sat in the chair room, like, the fucking yeah, chair. Yeah, he was, like, bit. tapping the, yeah, tapping yeah. the chair on the floor. Yeah. When he's doing the musical number. Uh, well, he's got that in his intro now. It's quite cool. I enjoyed it. I've got to say, I feel as if Sean Spears has had like a low-key, pretty good year compared yeah. to compared to like the last like, well, compared to the rest of his AW run. The rest of his like actual career. Yeah, when it, whenever he's, whenever he's been like given like a high-profile match like this or like the one with Sammy, he really, really has delivered. He is like he is the definition of a job of the stars at this point, really, isn't he? Yeah, like he just a makes he, 
yeah, he just makes everyone look really good when they have big matches with him, which is which is great. Uh, some, hands. <laughs> some really some really fun bits in this, like some really good stair work, like the steel steps on the outside get get some real good use here. Um, like Darby getting slammed into them, which was oof, oh, 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 the head when his head just like sort of bounced off the stairs. Yeah, yeah, that yeah was, uh, needs to calm the fuck down sometimes, doesn't he? Yeah, Darby goes for a dive to the outside, totally sort of gets in the way and sort of blocks it. Then, um, I like the little spot where um, Spears got the uh, got a bottle of water out of the crowd, soaked a towel, and started like wiping Darby's face paint off his face. Yeah, that was like goes to show that he's like he's trying to do more than just like beat him, he wants to like humiliate him and like sort of expose him, which is quite cool. Um, for wearing face paint. <laughs> top top troll move Sean Spears puts Darby in a sharpshooter or Scorpion Deathlock yeah just as we come back from the break as well yeah what a bastard then Darby hits the code red I love uh, that as he had as he had Darby in the Scorpion Deathlock as well he was like pointing sting yeah, yeah. the George Allen sting um, my favourite thing this match possibly um, this is on the top rope and then um, Spears ends up Push, getting pushed onto the steps on the outside and as he's like sort of sat on the steps Darby just like comes out of nowhere and just fucking dives into him and just wipes him out yeah it looked horrible but it was cool it, yeah, it looked it looked really <laughs> painful but also really nice and cool I really enjoyed it um, and then yeah Darby hits a coffin drop picks up the win um, I mean no one was expecting Spears to win here with it no no so yeah it did everything right. it, was, it was exciting it was fast paced and Darby got the win so it's all to kind of like set up to the next thing, isn't it? Yeah. Next week. The next sting. The next sting. So yeah, after the match, um, FTR come in and help out and him, them Darby and Tully bat Sting down. Um, eventually Sting hits Tully, uh, Tully hits Sting with a chair first, Sting sells it and then FTR join in and they give um, Sting the, the spike power driver and then Tully does the same thing. He gets the, the wet towel and wipes Sting's face paint off. Yeah, um, I think I better face painted Derby because it didn't really, it wasn't coming off at all. I had just done like a twenty minute match. Right? Eight minute he, match. He, he just, he just had like a big grey mark on his face, <laughs> <in> the, <end. laughs> the big smudge. Um, yeah, that that spike pile driver on Sting was uncomfortable. I was just like, oh, oh yeah, it's like ooh, didn't that guy have neck problems? <laughs> like, yeah, had to retire because of neck problems. Like, yeah, it's like maybe, maybe don't do that. Um, so next up we have Tony. Um, Introducing Brian Danielson. Danielson basically yeah. comes out and said he wants to fight Kenny. His name is Brian and he wants to fight. Because that's all he states in this promo. Yeah. Like well, he just it, wants to fight. Well, then Don Callis goes out and interrupts him. Music. <laughs> it was meant to be. <laughs> um, and yeah, basically, it's just a hype. It's really good, really good work to hype the, the matchup for, for next week. Yeah. Yeah. But Brian Danielson, pretty much all he's all he's been doing in his promos, though, has just been calling Don Callis a piece of shit. Yeah, yeah. Escalibur talks about being tied in a pretzel by Danielson. Segways to him tying up the competition because pretzels, pretzels, pretzels. Uh, yeah. Basically, uh, Kenny uh, Daniel, sorry, Brian says he's heard rumors that Kenny's lost a step that he's not quite as good as he used to be. And he's sort of, he's sort of like try, trying to like erode Kenny's. He's trying to play to his vanity, isn't he? And sort of like goad him. And eventually it works. Because at the start of the promo, Kenny doesn't want the match to happen. And then by the time he's Brian Danielson's had a go at him for a bit, Kenny's right, right up for it. And he says yes. What a lot. I love that. Yeah, he asks like, he actually says, um, 
yes or no, and obviously that prompts a wild yes chance from the crowd. He swears a lot, and it's weird. It's, this is this <laughs> yeah. is a now, man. Everyone's shit. It's great. Uh, uh, vegan friendly Brian Danielson with two kids. I, I, I don't know how I feel about him. Swearing. He used to like fucking <laughs> bust people open hardware and guardrails. Sorry about it. Ah, that's <laughs> <laughs> Have you not seen the Young Bucks first? Uh, Brian Danielson and Roderick Strong and PWG where Brian and Roddy do an actual murder. I'm gonna where like the wives it. are in the crowd crying because they're like stomping on them legit. <laughs> yeah, Brian, Brian Danielson used to just break people. That was like his, that was his whole thing. But there are Brian Danielson, it's fine, don't worry about it. Does that mean he's going to break Kenny next week? Is that what we're getting? It means that Kenny and Danielson's going to be stiff as fuck, probably, yes. Who have you all got for this? Danielson. Non-title match, Danielson. I know, but I feel like... Hangman could appear at the end. I think, the day. At the end, I think I he's think, appearing at the end. I think Danielson's going to beat Kenny. Because... What? And then... It's an exhibition. It's an exhibition yeah. match. It doesn't count. I mean, what and then if, all the boys jump on? And then, well, what if what if Hangman hang appears during the match and distracts Kenny, and then he turns around if they're running there? Oh, yeah. Fucking WWE, mate! Come on, yeah, calm down. It's going to be the final pop of the night. Come on! Well, well, after after well, after Brian wins. Yeah, yeah, like the end of Dynamite, obviously, not Rampage because it's the same day. But you get my drift. Dun, 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 dun. <laughs> I'm, so, I'm, so, I'm so hyped. That's in like as we're recording this. That's in two days. It's in two days. <laughs> I can't wait for that. It's gonna be awesome. Uh, next up, we have got a quick one with Miro accepts Fuego's challenge. He said he's going to bash him, and then he's going to bash his car. I hope he destroys his car, like fucking Zangief on Street Fighter. Let the, the, the bonus car. stage. Yeah, <laughs> I want Miro to just rip the car apart with bare hands. Just do it. Just match a kick it until the engine flies out. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> just keep kicking it till it falls apart and blows up. Oh great! Um, so Mahardy cuts a promo on Orange Cassidy, basically saying that he's disrespecting the wrestling industry and he's going to take his hair. They're doing a heavy hair match. Uh, Matt's going to go baldy baldy, isn't he? Are they he definitely to... doing an airbus hair match, or yeah. is it just going to shave orange? Well, this has been like two weeks now where they've went, oh, it's all about cutting hair, because even Orange states it's about cutting hair. Yeah, well. it's heavy hair. Yeah. Yeah. Baldy, baldy, hardy. He's going to go fit, broken. He's going to go broken. Yeah, I mean, he's got a big bald patch anyway, so, you know, it's probably yeah. about that. Officially, I don't think anyone's actually said it's a hair hair. But... No, that's what I mean. No one said yeah. it. And they, and the whole thing is hardy saying, I'm going to shave Orange bald, not orange, and even orange when he's addressed it. It hasn't been. I'm going to shave my hardy bald. It's going to be like, or my hardy wants to shave so my that, bald. That, that's orange, though, isn't it? Yeah, no, but he's not. <laughs> I know. He could have had, he could have had Chuck or use it or anyone like allude to it. Say it for him, yeah. Mm. Yeah. All right. So next up, we have the main event: uh, John Moxley and Eddie Kingston versus Two Point Um Yeah. Pop words. Big, big old brawl. This one. Um, a couple yeah. of bits, a couple of really nice bits. Um, I really loved the two for the show. They hit on Moxie on the apron. Yeah, it was awesome. That looked real nice. Um, they have like a big fight at the start. Um, Kingston gets suplexed on the outside, so that takes him off the early portion of the match. Uh, Moxie just bites the shit out of Matt Lee, uh, which prompted he Renee. Taste. Well, he probably prompted Renee to put to post on Twitter. Can my husband stop biting people, please? <laughs> 
they uh, well they they called out called out Renee on uh, the show on the show live this week. Well, they chant, they called her out on BTA when when uh, Matt Lee won the title because Renee walked past like straight away. Yeah, she walked past. Yeah, <laughs> and he was like, yeah. "You want a taste, <laughs> hey lady? You want a taste?" <laughs> love it, <laughs> fucking love it. Um, yeah, I mean, this is just a big old fucking fight in it. Like, there's yeah. not much finesse here, which is great. Just a lot of chops, a lot of suplexes. Um, it was it was weird watching Moxley get the beatings though. Uh, like it just didn't look right. Yeah, normally normally Eddie's like the guy who, who takes the, the pain, isn't he? And then Moxley's the hot tag. Aaron, Hometown it, This time last year, did you think we'd be praising the Ever Eyes? I know it's weird <laughs> because they never got the chance to do anything good. I mean, in NXT. I mean, they, you want to see Sean's Is that a good year? Yeah, oh, exactly. Guys, but like the best year. They've got, they've got a new stone, the main event in Dynamite to 1.5 million people. Yeah. Um, yeah. But, and so, yeah, it's, it's, yeah, really. Um, Eddie gets another. I mean, this is New York or well, it's New Jersey. So, Eddie gets a huge pop when he tags in. Uh, uh, was that a huge pop, though? It was loud. It was noticeably louder it, than. It was a big pop. It, wa- sure. it wasn't. It wasn't as big as like. When Suzuki's music hit. Well, that's true. But yeah. Anyway, so the boxing kings don't win with that sort of like. I mean, it's a really cool move, isn't it? Like Eddie, it's the violent gym. crown, it's called. Right. Okay. Um, basically, Moxie goes. Eddie sets him off for a German suplex, and Moxie just fucking larrets the head off yeah. on the way over, which is real nice. Get it because violence and uh, Eddie's Un- mad king. Oh, John Moxie's unscripted violence, then King's just the mad king. Yeah, 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 yeah. So, violent crown, there you go. So, and also, brain. he's browning them with the clothesline. Uh, yeah. Big brain. So, yeah, so that's it for the win. Um, yeah, Moxie has the pin. And then after the match, uh, Minoru Suzuki music hits. And I love this. Mm-hmm. Suzuki comes out and, like, obviously, he's making his way down slowly to all his music and play. Man, uh, the granddad was milking the shit out of this, wasn't he? He just wanted his whole, his whole song, Climate. I mean, right. quite right. Yeah, so like, he should. So I was fully expecting him to go in that ring and Moxley batter him and the music to cut. And I was not going to be happy. <laughs> but you, you just, like, you're just thinking, oh, there's something like, oh, where's Archer? Where's Archer? And then, like, you see him just, like, sweep Kingston's legs and think, ah, right, there we go. Yeah. In the Suzuki goon gear as well. Yeah. Yeah. And then they literally just for like the last four sort of three four minutes of the show they just all beat the shit out of each other. Yeah, I'm I'm just sad that uh, that Davy Boy Smith Junior is in WWE doing fuck all because because of a killer elite squad show and kill yeah. a bomb fucking John Moxley. Well, we, we almost had um, Suzuki tease the Gotch Power through a table. He did onto the ring bell as well. Onto the ring bell, yeah. <laughs> you know, he wasn't fucking round. His legs would definitely be out. Are you going to tell Suzuki you can't, can't um, powder and Moxie through a ring bell? No, not at all. So yeah, a little, little taste of um, of what's going to happen next week. It's going to be I, just fucking chaos, isn't it? You know what the best part of this was? And I spoke about this with you at the weekend, Ben, when we had a drink. Um, they deliberately kept Suzuki and Kingston apart. Yeah. Because we, we all know in New York, when Eddie Kingston's going nose-to-nose with nose Suzuki, Everyone's gonna lose their shit. Yeah, it's gonna be mad. It's gonna be spicy AF. Oh, oh it's gonna be great. Right, so that'll do it for Dynamite. Uh, pretty, pretty decent show. Um, yeah, can we have your enjoy. highs and lows, please, gentlemen? Start with you, Aaron. Uh, I think the Jade Cargill and Leila Hirsch match was a bit enough, to be honest. 
So I did I, so I'm going to put that as my low. Okay. Um, uh, for a high? For my high, we'll go with MGF on the mic because that was banging. Okay. Edge control is like. Um, my low was the gun club promo because it just didn't need to be there. Yeah, I mean, yeah, I mean, to be fair, it was like forty seconds. Mate, mate, they're all undefeated. But uh, just fuck off. Okay. Hey, um, just like Butcher and the Blade, they're undefeated. Well, yeah, but Butcher and the Blade are good, mate. <laughs> um, and um, my high was probably Spears and Derby, actually. I really enjoyed it. Cool. It was really fun. Okay, well, in the interest of picking different things, which is weird, we've all landed on different things. I, for a low, I'll have uh, the Dan Lambert stuff with Jericho and Hager. Just, just don't give a shit. Yeah, fair. Just let, just let the men of the year get the win, and we'll, we'll, we'll not talk about it again. We'll all agree not to talk about it, and it'll be fine. Uh, it um, is weird that he's the mouthpiece, considering like you've got Ethan Page is a good promo, Scorpio Sky is a good promo. Yeah, they don't need him. And he also berated like Scorpio Sky. Without mentioning Scorpio Sky last week, but I, I saw someone suggest what it's, <laughs> what if it's a double turn and um, it's a swerve and Dan Lambert learns up Jericho and Hager because they're both big booms. Yeah, and they're big MMA boomer guys. So anyway, nah. uh, uh, for my high, I'm gonna have. I mean, you know what I said to me, Adam Cole, baby. Yeah, and then between the two, perfect. so uh... yeah, it was between that. It was, and it was a perfectly entertaining match. Um, we got to see Adam Cole do Adam Cole things in AW, which made my little heart sing. So, and he had, well, had this very- shot. Uh, I just, I literally, as we were about to start, you said you were going to be a bit late, Jay. So I started watching this week's PTA, and they showed like backstage before Adam Cole came off his match, and he just about to, he gets counted in, he's just about to go up, he's just about to go up the stairs to the ramp, and as he puts his foot on the bottom stair, his music hits, and the, the crowd pop, and he just sort of turns back around to the camera, and he just goes. <laughs> it's like oh man he really enjoyed that that was so cool yeah I love that Nicole <laughs> he's such a pure soul um, I, yeah. I, watched, I watched some of his stream stuff he's, he's a really nice guy on stream well. I, I've been watching um, Tyler Breeze has got like a thing he does on his stream where it's like a, it's like two four Royal Rumbles two men two women's and his discord gets to choose the competitors and he did one where he had um, Cesaro, Woods, and Cole on there. Oh, nice. And Adam Cole uh, chose Stone Cold over himself, naturally. And uh, But he was marking out whenever himself was eliminating anybody. <laughs> and then he was, like, talking like Stone Cold through the entire thing. It was brilliant. Well, didn't... Um, on, isn't Adam Cole and Tyler Reed, aren't they doing a Halo playthrough? They're doing, they're doing a, a playthrough of all the Halos on yes. Legends. Yeah. And... I think they're up to ODST. Oh, sweet. Uh, I love ODST. Really the right game. Yeah. And um, they've also, as of last week, started a gaming podcast. Oh, nice. I'll give that a listen. Um, right, move on to Rampage. Crack on. Um, so this we have your re- retooled and tweaked Rampage comedy team of Excalibur, Taz, Chris Jericho, and Ricky Starks. So we're still getting them every week. Jericho. Yep. Yeah. Even though he beat apparently, him, as a, as, apparently, according to breaking news that came out just about before we started recording this podcast, uh, Ricky Starks is permanently replacing Mark Henry on the commentary team. No. Yeah, I like Ricky Starks on commentary. He was very good. But yeah, 
And I, I like I'd I like having Taz I like having Taz and Starks because they bounce off each other really well. Yeah, I, I'd rather um, that we had uh, the thingy. Yeah, Mark Henry stay and Jericho go. That being said, I do really like the dynamic of Mark Henry as like an analyst on the show where he's like backstage or almost almost like um, gives it a bit more of a sort of legitimate sports feel. Like the fact that he like breaks down the main event and he interviews the people and that. But yeah, I'd I'd enjoy more Mark Henry on commentary. Uh, Right, so let's start with the opening match. So this is the match that was discussed on Dynamite. This is the Lich Bros defending against the Butcher and the Blade. Um, the, the Hardy foot ups around there as well, aren't they? Like um, Jack Evans is there for some reason, uh, whatever. A brand new ring canvas as well. Yeah, it's got Rampage. It looked quite cute, actually. Yeah, it's got like Rampage in the yeah. corner, like the little Rampage logo in the corner. So yeah. Nice. Um, yeah, this match was all right, wasn't it? I enjoyed this a lot. Yeah. yeah, I mean, you could tell me. I love, I love Big Butch. I love the Blade. I love the Lucha Bros. Let's make them all have a big fight. Yep, that works for me. Yeah, uh, Jericho with his riveting commentary uh, calls Butcher Andy Will- Williams numerous times to make sure everyone heard it. <laughs> Throughout this whole match, he he refers it all the time. Yeah. Uh, uh, anyone Jericho. know who Andy Williams is? Andy Williams is the Butcher's real name. Butcher. He, was also, he was also um the guitarist for the Police, I believe. It was also one of the rooms. Yeah. Yeah. He's the book. Well, uh, on. On um, the Indies, it was Andy Williams and Pepper Parks, not the Butcher and the Blade. That they were Pepper Parks is a terrible name. <laughs> yeah, and I was like, so I mean, eight, to me, well eight, by the Butcher he, and the Blade, and he is he is too red to me not for me not to make Pepper Pig comparisons. Yeah, um, but yeah, so uh, hi, I'm Pepper Parks. <laughs> yeah. So uh, that's that's why Jericho keeps calling him Andy Williams as well because it's a real name. Yeah, kind of like kind of the way Jr. calls a uh, Jungle Boy Jungle Jack. Yeah, goddamn bonus. Both are pesh. Go away, Jericho. Yeah. You don't need to be on commentary every week. You won your match. I, I, I hate them on commentary. So Earlier on in this match, I mean, one thing I will say before we get to the match, um, someone tweeted at Jericho, was like, "Chris, you're t- I love, I love you on, I love you, but you're, too, you're my favorite wrestler of all time, but you're too loud on um, Rampage commentary." So Jericho was like, "Well, turn the volume down then." <laughs> like, no, mate, you're, oh, too, you're too loud in comparison to everything else that's happening. That's yeah. not oh, how the volume just works. Stop fucking shouting, dickhead. Yeah. Come on now. Yeah. It's early in the match. Uh, Lucha Rose with that really cool, like sort of wheelbarrow splash assist flippy thing that I can't quite figure out physically how it works, but it looks awesome. Yeah, that was awesome. There, there was a lot of like the butcher and the blade. The whole story of it was that they'd scouted the Lucha Bros and they'd figured out like a lot of their offense and like they did a lot of like really cool like reversals to a lot of moves um, that Lucha Bros were going for. Yeah, I mean, there was that bit. So we talk about the Lucha Bros. Like, they they had a lot of offensive in the match as well. Uh, I loved when um, Phoenix was on the top rope and like looking like he was going to dive on the blade, and all of a sudden Penta came like through the ropes and he sort of like crisscrossed. Yeah, and did like, the double dives, and that was oh, that looked so good. The timing on that was so perfect. Yeah, it was awesome. Um, other impressive things you had Phoenix hitting a German suplex on Butcher. Yeah, yeah. Which you'd think I'd be seeing that. I think it'll be the other way about. 
Um, Blade hit the well, Blade caught the double stomp fear factor off the top rope. Butcher made the save, just came in and just like just bulldozed the pin. Yeah, <laughs> uh, he hit that. Butcher hit that awesome like sort of crossbody. He does Rico sort of like he doesn't gain any height. He goes sort of turned sideways like a fucking Tetris piece. Yeah, <laughs> just clatters into them. Yeah, <laughs> just flattens them. It's great. Yeah, so that was fun. Um, yeah, just loads of really good stuff. And it's like Butcher with the power game. Blade just running around being a bastard, and then Richard Bros doing mad flippy shit, and Penta sling blading everything that moves. So, yeah, it was fast paced this whole match. Loved it. Yeah, uh, very inventive finish as well. Yeah, love the finish. Uh, so, Blade ties like the top tassel of Penta's mask to like the turnbuckle, yeah. so he can't move and like beat shit out of him. And then um, Butcher and Blade they're looking for. Do they call it drag the lake now? It's not called full death anymore, is it? Um, full death's the suplex one, isn't it? That's yeah, drag the legs, drag, drag the legs like the power bomb one they do that they were doing here. Um, they're to go for that, but Penta rips his own mask off, covering his face, and just like um, interrupts the move. And as he's doing that, Phoenix gets a roll up, and that's the win. Yeah, um, yeah, really clever finish. Um, I like the fact as well, like what one thing that's it's starting to for me a little bit get overused the whole mask stuff. Yeah, like it stops feeling as special if the like or it's like shocking if it's happening as frequently as it has been. It still has stakes, which I like because like Pentra yeah. Phoenix, Pentra Phoenix, literally no one knows who they really are. Well, yeah, that that's what I mean. But like, but how did they get like, paid? They, <laughs> must, that's what I've never understood. Cash, cash <laughs> money, mate. Tony Kong is my big bag of cash <laughs> at the end of every year. Like, Brand sure, envelope every show, mate. Surely their fucking bank details it doesn't just say Pentagon. <laughs> Pent, Pent El Cerro Medo. Yeah, that's that's his legal name. It's fine. Don't worry about it. Yeah. Um, he's, having, yeah. He's, having, he's having a horrible time getting a mortgage, mate. So, you know. <laughs> but yeah, it, it's just the fact that like we've had like. Um, Obviously, the Bucks tried to unmask Penta earlier in the year. Um, he did the ribbon masks, uh, the unmasked Phoenix uh, during the match against Pat. Didn't um, they unmasked Penta? And then the next week, they unmasked him again, but he was wearing a second mask underneath the first one. Yeah. yeah. Um, but that's the thing; it's it's happened a lot, and it's like either put them on the line then and be done with it, or their masks are constantly getting ripped open. Is that mask mask as, tag team yeah. mask versus hair against the Bucks? Well, they've teased that, haven't they? They've said they want that match to happen. The Young Worlds. Well, Nick's fucking already half there. <laughs> He's halfway there, trust me. Trust me, mate, Nick, I know. He's halfway there. Nick's, Nick's got the fucking Hogan hair going, hasn't he? We, um, we, we, we can smell our own. <laughs> um, but yeah, like it, it's it's one of those things. I think they need to like not lean into it as much. But at the same time, in this sense, it was cool because it was like, Pentagon was willing to like sacrifice his mask yeah. to make it was, it, was him, it wasn't just his mask getting ripped off, it was him making that sacrifice, that choice, that hard decision to, to yeah. take the match, which was great. Yeah. That um, was very cool. Post match, the Hardy family office run in to do, do, do a beatdown, but then Santana and Ortiz come in. Um, they're wearing the full dead president's face paint because apparently they had a mask. They were filmed the match on elevation earlier, so that's why. But they looked really fucking cool. They just ran in and yeah, made the surf. I do like they, that they've been wearing the dead president stuff a bit more. Yeah, oh, I can't wait for them to have an absolute classic with all the for the titles. It's gonna be great. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um. And yeah. So after this, we had a little pre-tape, hyping up the match for next week. Brian versus Kenny, which is fine. Um. 
And I like the, the, the line of Danielson where he said he was here to show everyone the true Brian Danielson, which is going to be fun for the fans, but scary for the rest. Definitely. He's a... He's going to shit. He's going to knee everyone in the face real hard. Uh, I can only clean my pants if every so often. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so next up then, we have the Bunny versus Anna Jay. Anna Jay can be by Tycons. It's just a match where they... She, she basically told it off on to bother with coming down for the entrance and coming down yeah. to the support her. So she, it was just her and her, and her BFF, Tycons. Um, yeah. That's yeah, just... before the match starts, there's vicious punches by Anna, that's for sure. They were stiff forearms. <laughs> there was no giving them. Yeah. Anna. 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 Yeah, they had, they, had a, they had a little um yeah, so yes, yeah, so the bunny comes out to interrupt the entrance, doesn't she? And then they have like a little fight around the ring before the match starts. Yeah. And yeah, it's... it was it was fine. I mean, not not really, not really to latch onto it, it was just a solid match. Um, yeah, there's yeah, it's okay for Anna and Jay's first match back. That's yeah. it, boys. Um, Penelope tries to distract Anna. Ty Tuck takes her out from the outside. She, she, obviously, she knows Ty Conte. I don't know why she's trying to. Uh, she's trying to, you know, distract. You know, do that, stuff she, on her own. Yeah, yeah, she knows Ty. She's gonna batter her. Um, and then as this is all going on, Anna rolls up Bunny, gets the win. Yeah. Absolutely fine. Yeah. Good to see Anna back. Still, it's nice that she's back again. You know, if they, mm. can, if they can sort of build her up a bit, she'd be a really nice challenger for Brit. That'd be yeah. that much. Don't think she don't think she go win, but you know. No, she looked really good though, considering she's not had like a singles match for what, like, almost a year. Yeah. yeah. And we had a recap of Punk getting beat down by Hobbs, and Hobbs afterwards says that Punk should have stayed home for another seven years, and said you'll see him next week. Yeah, gotta get CM Punk on the show somehow. So Hobbs only signed for AW like just over a year ago. It was a year ago, like the other week. Yeah, and he's gone from like being unsigned to wrestling CM Punk in the space of a year. Mad, (laughs) yeah. Yeah. EW is a fun place. It seems (laughs) that's that's pretty cool. Um, so next up we've got a- Tony. AW only signs XWW guys though, didn't you know? Ah, uh, uh, yeah, they don't yeah. train. No, no homegrown talent. No, nah, nah. 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 And then even when they do, they, they don't push them, they just bury them. Because CM Punk no. beat Darby in one match, so that means all WWE talent bury all homegrown talent forever. Uh, yeah, yeah, just bury Darby Allen. Yeah. yeah, he buried him. He's, it was a squash. It was a five-second match. It's like, it was like, like Seamus versus Danielson. He's doing nothing now. Tell you. No. Did you did you see on the on the topic of that, not to get too sidetracked, did you see um, what Ricky Starks put on Twitter last night And yeah. in regard to that way? He said, he basically tweeted out, I feel I am a homegrown AEW talent. And there was people trying to tell him otherwise. <laughs> I like like some guy like went and went, oh well, what about this? And like showing picture of him being like NWA TV champion. And he went, yeah, that was a really cool time in my career. However, I didn't reach anywhere near the heights I am now until I got to AW. So I'm a homegrown AW talent. Yeah, yeah, fair. And everyone was trying to fucking gatekeep, but he's just like, well, you Wait, don't. Are these are these the same people that would claim that, say, for example, Seth Rollins is a homegrown WWE talent? Probably, despite the fact he was ring of a champion. Yeah. Don't worry about it. <laughs> anyway, uh, we're back up. We've got Tony in the ring with Matt Hardy. <laughs> Tony got sticking the needle. Let me like, all right, Hardy, uh, your teams have lost two two matches so far tonight. How do you feel about that? <laughs> the thing is, he looks pissed off. Like before we even get to this interview, before the break, he's like raging, like at Jack Evans, but. We don't get told anything about it. It just goes to break. It's because he, so like, Jack, oh, he, okay. he gave Jack Evans all of his like monthly, his weekly allowance. He spent it all on Riz, isn't it? 
Det er bare nice for some more. It's like, man, I just gave you a pocket money. What, 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 what do you spend it on? Oh, you got a, you got, it's not even a real tattoo, mate. It's a stick on. <laughs> it's one of them expensive ones that last like two weeks. <laughs> you just got that shitty jacket you were wearing. So basically he said that, yeah, Ty Conti and Prana Parpolo are going to pay next week. Ooh, mysterious. And then he finds, I don't understand this. So what's going on? There's, he said, there's a fan at ringside who's kind of dressed as Orange Cassidy. Orange Cassidy, look up. But I mean, he is much closer to, to my body shape than he is to Orange Cassidy's. I mean, if I put glasses on and a denim jacket with a white t-shirt, does that make me look like Orange Cassidy? It's oh, just wait, like the, it's just the closest thing they could find to an Orange Cassidy look like. I'm sure. <laughs> just, or is he just the gamest guy? Because he gets like. Is he the only guy? Right, so basically, Matt Hardy pulls him into the ring with Jack Evans and they cut his, they cut his ponytail off. Mm-hmm. So is this the only person they could find who would be willing to have their head shaved for money? I, oh. I, ju- I was just emphasising the fact he looked like Bill Dempsey. I mean, he really did, didn't he? Was he it, really it, did. Can we, can we Google that? Was it, was it, was it, was it Bill Dempsey? He must want, it wasn't Bull Dempsey, no. He must be someone with some training because he took a bump over the guardrail. He, he does he does look familiar. I've got a picture of him now. I'm just looking at him, but it wasn't Bull Dempsey. Um, Bull fifth. I feel like we've seen him around AEW before. So in the in the heelless move possible, this guy's getting his head shaved, like his ponytail's been cut off. The shaving, like they're, sh- they're not even shaving him properly; they're shaving chunks out of his hair, like it looks like shit. You have to get the whole thing off. Uh, and then Orange Cassidy yeah. comes down they for the save. The sides. Yeah, Orange Cassidy comes down for the save, literally walking as slowly as possible. So, mate, they've, they've been shaving his hair for like forty seconds. Here. You've got to come out a bit, a little bit sooner. Um, yeah. So Bill Dempsey was accused of harassing multiple women. Now he's in court for going for a defamation of character. Oh, fair. Okay. Fuck you, then, so, Bill Dempsey. Yeah. Well, that that was during the speaking out movement last year. Too. I mean. I love them. My favorite, well, not my favorite thing. You don't see people with jokes, but like they literally sacked him like as soon as they signed Kevin Owens. Just like I oh, got the better version now. You don't need you anymore. Yeah, fair. Um, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so so Cassidy makes the the um, belated save, and yeah, that's it. I think it's time coming down that ramp, though, isn't it? It's going to be heavy hair, isn't it? Oh yeah. I mean, I think it is, yeah. but not. Yeah. It's not a ramp, uh, not a grand slam. Sorry. No, no, they're going to build this. They're going to build this rally weirdly. Um, next up, then we've got Britt Baker in the ring with Ruby Soho for a little promo off. On mine and Troy's curry scale, I'm going to put this at uh, Vindaloo. Uh, I mean, I think it was at least justified. It was. It was like a gel phrase. It was a good gel phrase for my yeah, or Madras, uh, maybe maybe Madras. Yeah, it's a, it's up there. That's for sure. Uh, we we little square about this. So deal of spice. Tony had a microphone, which is odd because Britt Baker and Ruby Soho both had microphones as well. So uh, t- Tony Khan didn't look at Britt Baker. Who had... said that, Jay? Yeah. Tony Siobhan. Yeah. Tony Siobhan. Yeah. yeah, yeah. When, yeah. When, he, when, he hugged, well, when he hugged, he looked away, which was kind of cool. Yeah. It was and yeah but he had a smile on his face as well. Yeah. Which Adam, Adam Cole uh, has been tweeting about. And then, but. <laughs> zooms in on the feet. Yeah. So obviously the, the big the big sort of takeaway from this is Ruby cuts a promo on Baker saying that just like every other broad she's wrestled, she's just someone who's banging one of the guys in the back. Uh, I mean she was there first, but sure. Aye. Uh, okay. Yep. <laughs> why why did Ruby so wait to be in the ring to put her hat on? Don't worry about it. 
Yeah, don't uh, worry about it. Uh, okay. Um, so then Britt Baker says that Ruby didn't run away from anything. She got fired. Yeah. Yeah, shots fired. Uh, uh, shots fired. Right. Uh, and then, in, that, uh, in, in that deal. Uh, Ruby told Baker to look at her, but said it may be difficult since her head so far up Tony Khan's ass. Yeah. Chopping up a few ghost peppers, just sprinkle them in there. And then F, that's it, but tell enough. She tired of this disrespect. She tries to hit Ruby from behind, but Ruby takes it down. And then, yeah, they basically separate. Um, um, the first thing that was also said to begin with was um, Britt Baker went, Welcome to some TV time. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah that, that was, was a good one. I like that, just to kick things off. <laughs> that was great. I really enjoyed this. It's really did put me in the mood for the match this week. And like, I'm really looking forward to it now. I really hope they spoke to each other before. <laughs> <laughs> it's not like Jay so it's not like the Usos versus fucking New Day in the rap contest where it got a bit dodgy. I, I just don't want to get into like the fucking Page v Charlotte um, promos while everyone's just crying because it's all horrible. <laughs> yeah. Uh, oh, flashbacks. <laughs> But no, this is this was really good, and it really, like I said, it really got me hyped for the for the match next week at uh, Grand Slam. Um, yeah, can't wait for that. Um, then we have Mark Henry. James going over for it? Oh, oh, Brit. oh Brit, isn't he? Yeah, they're not in the belt yeah. of Brit this soon. They'll be fuckery. They'll uh, fuckery. Right, so you're going with fuckery, Brit. Okay, that's yeah. Brit, Brit's gonna win, and she'll hold that belt at least next year. I think. Yeah, I, I'd say all out next year. Yeah, so, Mark Henry, so move on to the main event. Mark Henry is uh, interviewing again. I, I, I really, I've, I've said it all the time. I, I love really, it. I, I love the whole uh, yeah, thing for that. The, the presentation of this with Mark Henry just pops up. Like it's time for the main event, and it makes it feel like a big deal. Like oh shit, it's main event time. Because I was saying yeah. to Aaron the other day, they, they kind of book Rampage backwards because of the way it's put together. So they put like the big hype match at the start of the night, like the big exciting match, like the because yeah. it starts so late in the US, starts at ten o'clock. So they want everyone to see at least see the first match. And that, that's going to be the hook to get people in. So the main event can sometimes feel like... Hook wasn't right. on the show, mate. It's, sorry? Hook wasn't on the show. Hook. <laughs> but they, um, they, they, some, the main event sometimes isn't the biggest match on the card. But, yeah, they, never but, is. but by putting Mark Henry in front of it, it makes it seem like a bigger deal. Huh? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Having that special face-to-face... So oh, you, you can have, the big, you can have like, the big hype match, but you can also have like a main event. So you can say like... Um, Daniel Garcia has main evented, even though it wasn't the big match on the show. Yeah, I mean, this match had story to it. Like, I'm, yeah, yeah. I was all for this. It was still a big match. Yeah. But, um, so, yeah, so this is um, so before the match starts, they do the little back and forth promos. Uh, Fuego said he's going to slay uh, the giant with his new DDT. Um, Miro said Fuego's offer of his car meant nothing to him because Fuego means nothing to him. He only took he only took the match tonight because he loves to celebrate with his god up high and his wife down low. <laughs> what way? Nero stays winning. And then we get into the match, and damn, this is a really really good match. It was it was um yeah, Miro Miro's really good at making himself come across as that he's in real peril. Even though yeah, you know, he can wobble up, a lot, man, he's good then. at the wobbly monster. Yeah, but the, yeah. the, the way he's like the way he sort of booked, like, not the way he's sort of booked himself, almost the way he sort of presents himself in matches, is so if you hit him with enough momentum and enough big shit all at once, there's a feeling that you can maybe just do it. But if you miss the moment 
and he gets his foot back in the match, that's it. You're fucked. It's over. You get your one shot. You throw everything yeah. at him, and if it's enough, brilliant. And but if it doesn't do the job, he's just going to come right back and murder you. Yeah, he's going to do a murder on you. Um, I've got a question on this match. There's a bit where they go outside, and then Miro launches him over the barricade. Were the fans meant to catch him and grab him and touch Fuego? And because it seemed a bit dodge. Not going to lie, but they it, did it catch seemed him. well. I think it was planned, but it seemed like they fucked it up because Miro like actually launched Fuego. Because <laughs> <laughs> they, they caught him and it was kind of like they were trying to like write him onto the barricade. Yeah. Like his yeah. feet were in the air when they caught him. So they were trying to pull his legs down to the barricades. Yeah, yeah they're sort of like a even, system, don't they? Like pull him onto them and set him up. But then even when Fuego got on the barricade, he started having to like slap the hands away. Like, get off me. I'm trying to jump. <laughs> Maybe they were just making sure he was like, okay. And then when he does jump, Miro just catches him in like the fall away slam and throws him like nine feet backwards. Yeah, and then yeah. it was all over. <laughs> uh, some yeah, really moment. Miro came off the ring with the springboard and Miro just double axe handles him to like the floor. Oh, that was horrible. <laughs> and then... Hold him in the face. The bit in the... Uh, the bit where like a little bit later after... Um, so after Fuego goes for the he hits him with the regular DDT like the little stump DDT doesn't he then he goes for the 20 DDT Miro catches him kicks him and then sends him into the corner and then as he's in the corner he's sort of like resting on the second rope and Miro just literally put, lift, lifts his fist above his head and just like canes him, like three, him clubs him like three times in the face with like his hand and it's, it looks horrendous and it just beat, he literally beats him into the floor actual murder of Miro it's horrible uh, yeah <laughs> And then just just to, for the exclamation point, he then just hits not one match kick, kick now picks him up and hits another to the back of his he, head. He, he hits he hits him with a, with a, with a thrust kick. He, he's out. He's done. Like it's game over. But no, Miro wants more. He literally puts his finger up, doesn't he? One more time, picks him up, and then just yeah, just nails him like blindsides him in the back of the head with a, this horrendous Mad. thrust kick. And yeah, Fuego is fully dead. And yeah, Miro covers him and unsurprisingly pins him. Yeah. Doesn't doesn't hook the leg because, quite frankly, he could have he could have pinned him with his with his little finger. I, I preferred their first match, to be honest. I know I, I really yeah. like this. I thought the brutality Miro's like Miro's like Miro's like sort of dark side came out a lot more in this match. I thought. Yeah, I, I think um, I think the way they tried to play it off is Miro now knows what Fuego is capable of. So yeah. he just got murdered. <laughs> I think that's how yeah. this went, to be honest. I, I feel as though like Miro's getting to the point where he's almost unbeatable. Like yeah. they they've got it to a point now where he, it's gonna take like a bigger baby face than who they're throwing at him. So did it was it was it what we were saying, or was it on commentary here where they talked about if Miro carries on this run, then they have to talk about him as a title contender for the AW World title? Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was on commentary he said that. Yeah, yeah. Which yeah, I, that's interesting. Um, if Miro drops that title because they can't they can't do like what TNA or Impact do, sorry, and have like option C because they need that belt to feel like a world title for when Cody eventually wins it back. Yeah. Um, and it's not a, it's, it's not a mid card belt. It's a secondary title that is defended predominantly it, on television. Yeah, to be fair, it does it does feel more important 
than and it should. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Well, I I think it feels more important than the AEW title sometimes because of how little they do defend it. Yeah, well, they should defend it a lot more, and it's a lot harder to hold on to because of the sort of the, the speed of the defenses. More yeah. importantly, I think this is Miro's eighth title defense, so I think his next one will break the record. If, well, if if he retains. Well, we'll talk about that because after the match, uh, Miro basically get, wins the car. So for the match, they're holding up the car keys on an AW landed because Miro, because Fuego was a big AW mark. Um, they hold up Bryce hold up the car keys as part of the match. Um, Miro wins them and he just stuffs them in his mouth, basically into Fuego's mouth because he don't, he don't want it. He doesn't want his well, sugar. He goes to throw him in the crowd and then he goes, yeah. nah, nah, nah. He goes to like launch into the crowd and gives him the card. He's like, no, no, no. I, I, I know face. So he shoves him in, he him in Fuego's mouth and knocks him in the game over. And uh, as he's doing that, um, Sammy Guerrero runs out and takes Miro out with a big leaping knee. So um, Sammy forced his pal to bet his car that he just bought to fight Miro a second time, knowing what Miro's capable of as he got murdered the first time. And now he's coming in to save the day, but he did take his time coming down. What what if what if Sammy Guevara has done the best game of backstage politics ever and no one's not gonna break Cody's record? So he's gonna be the guy that Miro has to beat to break Cody's record. Yeah, see, there you go. Big brain. Fucking big brain, that hasn't he made. <laughs> so yeah, big so so out of that. As Miro bails out the ring, um Sammy Guevara's got the, the TNT titles in the ring, and as, as as Sammy Guevara touches it, Miro is absolutely furious. Yeah, like he's, he's a pheasant. Like he's defiling its sacred ground, and yeah, yeah, and the crowd, the crowd are red hot for Sammy as well when he comes down. The pop is huge. I mean, we haven't really seen him in a while, have we? Like, no, actually. not since like not since well, he got engaged. He's came out with two cards yeah, and stuff, but it's, it's weird not... though. Like the the hole in the circle, feel like they kind of took like a little bit of a back burner, um, to like Jericho feud with MJF anyway, don't they? I mean, yeah. so is the pinnacle with MJF as well. Like mm. You never see them with the pinnacle. Yeah, yeah. They, they don't have to be there all the time. They can just pop in and out. Yeah. Like, yeah. You, you had you had you had um, Sean Spears with MGF when they did the labors. Then you had Sean Spears with FDR today. So you know they just drop in and out. It's fine. You don't need to see all of them all the time. It's it's not. We, we you know I like the AW trust us to remember that they're in a group. They don't have to shove them down our throats like every. Well, that, that's true. Yeah. Um, yeah. That's so there we go. It looks like it looks like we're going to have Mira v Sammy as the next um, TNT title program. I mean, I would be all right with Sammy being TNT champion if that's the route they're going. Uh, yeah. yeah. As I say, um, I think Sammy's definitely politicked his way into that. <laughs> going, yeah, Fuego, you, you do that. Yeah. <laughs> you, you have this one. You, you know, he needs one more title defense. Don't, don't, don't worry about that. Don't worry about the record. Don't worry. I'll, I'll worry about the record. You don't worry about that. <laughs> Yeah, uh, right. So that'll wrap us up for Rampage. Um, highs and if any lows, gentlemen. Yeah. Um, go on, mate. We'll go again first. We did Aaron last time first. We'll go again. I'll, I'll go first. My low is going to be Bunny versus Anna J. Uh, Bunny is because, because, because Aaron, hates women, Aaron, Aaron hates women's wrestling. He does. I put women's wrestling matches on both balls. That's oh, yeah, you only like when they take the clothes yeah, off, don't you, <laughs> Taking each other's clothes off. Get it right. <laughs> uh, am I? I mean, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. We've not got Eric Bishop promoting hot lesbian action. <laughs> uh, Are you, you look- out with Tommy Dreamer, mate. 
it's, it's just a bit of fun, eh? It's just a joke. <laughs> is it though? <laughs> and my high is going to be the Brit and Ruby face-off. It was very spicy. I like spicy. So yeah, that was it. Was like I said, it was a solid madras. Like on the, you know, it was like a, it was like a three fire symbols on on the Indian menu on it. You know. Yeah. Yeah. In terms of yeah, he's right, Jay. Um, my high would have to be the uh, tag team title match. It was awesome. Really, really fun. And I'm with Aaron Malowas, Anna Jay, and the Bunny. Um, just wasn't. Don't know. It didn't really. In fact, no, it wasn't. It wasn't specifically Anna Jay and the Bunny. It was more that there was too much. Um, that there was there was too much Matt Hardy in general on the show. And like they've just made like a bit. They were like, like throughout the tag match, they kept going to Matt Hardy's reaction. Throughout the women's match, um, they went to Matt Hardy's reaction. They had Matt Hardy shave that guy who was looked exactly like Orange Cassidy. Um, it was just a little bit too much for me. Uh, I'll agree with Jay on the up. I will say or the high. I'll say the tag match was excellent. Really, really enjoyed it. Okay, and, was, oh, is, the, is the streak going to continue? No. Ooh. Matt Hardy is the Brock Lesnar of AEW Rampage. <laughs> My first low on Rampage is going to be the the shearing um, of the chunky Orange Cassidy lookalike. Chunky Orange Cassidy lookalike. <laughs> because because literally those words. Because you have to hear those words come out of my mouth is why it's my low. <laughs> Basically, just because look at it. Come on, like, what purpose did that? Everything about it was weird. Yeah, as I say, it was just there was just too much Matt Hardy on the I, show. I, I like Matt Hardy. Matt Hardy is like I I like Matt Hardy, but Matt, Matt Hardy's half like, of Rampage being dedicated to Matt Hardy reacting exactly. to ringside. Matt Hardy is like blue, fucking over. He's like he's like blue cheese sauce on your chicken wings. You want a little bit there? You don't want it all over the place. I don't think I can agree with that analogy, mate. Sure, <laughs> I'll take your word for it, pal. <laughs> but yeah, fun, fun episode of Rampage. Rampage still continues to be one of the funnest. I, I was saying to Aaron, I don't know if you agree with me, Jay, um, I was saying to Aaron last week, the thing I love most about Rampage, it's on the Friday night, it's real, real late. So most Saturday mornings now, I get up, I put Rampage on while I have my breakfast, and it's like adult version of Saturday morning cartoons. It's great. Yeah. Yeah, I agree. Um, yeah, it's... It's very, um, it, it's very easy to digest. Yeah. That's for sure. Yeah, right. We're going to quickly close out with a few questions. Um, all of them from Faye. So thank you very much, Faye. On our Discord, if you'd like to, if you'd like to join in and um, send us some questions, you can just join our Discord, Untitled Wrestling Podcast on Discord. Um, we do like gaming on there and everything. Uh, we do. We post loads of memes and we chat wrestling on there. We chat gaming on there. Uh, Joe from Dammit Vince Podcast has been posting some awesome recipes in our food channel. That's awesome. Uh, but you can also leave questions for our podcasts on every topic. So we have three questions from Faye. Uh, first of all, she asks, "Where is Hangman?" Um, well, he's—I mean, in in kayfabe, he is probably just riding a horse around a valley, licking his wounds, looking forlorn. Um, sad, sad can be a, yes. In real life, he's probably decorating a nurse, really. To be fair, right. he's sad, so he's got lager tops. <laughs> what? <laughs> Why would you be sad and have lager tops? He's just he's sweetening his life up a bit. I mean, lager <laughs> top, lager tops make me sad. 
He's just, he's, he's, he's just neck and pants to Shandy, mate. That's, that's all he's been doing. <laughs> he's got a baby on the way. He's got to stay relatively so much. He's got, he's got to be at least, you know, yeah, he's got to jump in a Uber and go to the hospital. He's got to be, uh, he's got to be with it. Um, it's tasty. You should send them some Shandy Savage. Send them some Shandy. Oh, man, I was a little before and they, they've got the pearl and back of Shandy and I'm going to buy some next time I go there. I'm hyped. I mean, I would have loved to have been in like, you know, it was like a million degrees the other month. That's when I was trying to buy it. But don't worry about it. It's fine. Um, next question from Faye again. Uh, who do you think that Reynolds and Silver's new friend will be? Did I miss something here? Yeah, new friend? I'm, I'm guessing it's sort of not BT because Faye's already seen it and we haven't. Oh, well, okay. Um, there you go. I, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to assume it's either a debut, debuting star from the Indies. Much akin to like the way uh, we've had like Wheelie Utah and Daniel Garcia joining. Oh, yeah, uh, okay. Bedford, and that, or it could be Hangman. Okay. Um, yeah, fuck it. Fuck it, Bray Wyatt. Why not? <laughs> Spooky Bollocks. Well, there we well, go. Well, 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 well. There is the rumours, isn't there? Yep. Spooky Bollocks. According to Uncle Dave Meltzer. That, what's, that Daddy, what's, Daddy, what's Daddy Dave got for us? Well, he, he said that apparently Bray's going to debut at the twenty on the 29th of September episode of that yeah. in Brody's hometown. So, yeah, yeah. that would make sense. Uh, Aaron, who's, who's the new friend, mate? Anyone you want. It's fancy book, isn't it? I don't even know what the that, No, is. no one does. That's the fun. <laughs> Pick a name out of the hat. Um, who Jonathan, is, Jonathan Gresham. Fuck it. Why not? Who is Silver's friend? Um, 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 Chris Dickinson. Oh, fuck it, Nick Gage, why Nick not? Gage. <laughs> Nick Gage comes in and just cuts the evil with a pizza cutter. Let's go. Uh, uh, and last question, final question. What would your dream format be for the Owen Cup tournament, the Owen Hearts tournament? Jay? King of the Ring tournament. King of the Ring style? Yeah. yeah. Owen, else Owen Hearts, well, I'm King of the Ring. Um, they've trademarked the phrase King of Hearts for whoever wins the first tournament. Yeah. Fuck it, man. Go oh, on. I'll make it make it like the fucking G1. Nah. <laughs> nah. It'd be too long, I think. For nah, this, I mean, right? I, th- I think, I think, yeah, I think a 16 man um, single elimination is the way to go. 16 man, eight man, even. Eight man. Eight man makes it feel more like, not not to not to uh, use a term, but a little bit more elite. Well, if you are doing 16, make sure it's not just eight people that you know are going through to the next round. Yeah. Actually, yeah. Actually, no, I've changed my mind. Fuck that. Com- completely fucked that off, what I've just said. 108, man. <laughs> no, 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 no. Big Taste is going to be with me on this. Do it like they did the women's title eliminated tournament. Yeah. So I've eight people from, like, Japan, for example. Yeah. Eight people from uh, the US. From you, would, would you like eight people from the US, eight people from Canada? How would you, how would you wear That's this? what I was thinking, yeah. <laughs> well, the eight people from AW can be Canadians. That's for sure. And then fuck it all, guys. Reverse battle royal. Yeah, let's go. Let's go. Oh, <laughs> what what about if they did it where uh, the TNA like battle royal thing where they have the boxes in the corner? Oh, uh, King Feast of the Mountain. Fired. Feast of Fire. Yeah. King of the Mountain. And then no, oh, King of the Mountain. Yeah, the King of the Mountain. Fuck it. With a penalty box. Fuck me. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> right. On only, that note, only if Mike Penney is commentating it. On that note, I think it's time to bring the show to an end. Uh, thank you all very much for joining us for this week's AW Review. Uh, as always, stay safe, enjoy your wrestling, enjoy Grand Slam and four hours of AW television next week. Yes, boy. And um, we will see you for presumably a six-hour podcast next week. <laughs> Take yes, care, everybody. Boy.
Bye. Why couldn't Fuego light the fireplace? Because he loses all his matches. Hey. Hey. I mean, fireplace? You could have said candle or anything, mate. You know, hey, hey, Aaron. Hey, Aaron. I was going to tell you about a joke about time traveling, but you didn't like it. Uh, uh. <laughs> yeah, that's it. Uh. And now a word from our sponsors. Do you like beer? Of course you do. Do you like wrestling? You wouldn't be here if you didn't. Check out topropebrewing.com, our very own Big Tasties brewery. They do a great deal of wrestling-themed beers, including Cold Stone Cream Austin Ice Cream Pale Ale and Papa Mango Mango Pale Ale also. They also do an array of T-shirts, masks, cans, and mini kegs. Check out topropebrewing.com, or if you live in the Liverpool area, go to the Brew Tap in Bootle. And thatchface.com, where if you've got a minging beard, you can get beard balms, oils, and grooming kits. They also do apparel. If you put whatever you want in your basket, and then go, Aaron, where do you get your discount? You go into the promo code at the bottom, type in UWP20 for 20% off. And proceeds of your purchase do go to your cancer charities. <laughs>